3: Welcome to the MCU Universe, where the Lorehounds are your guides to the multiverse and beyond. I'm David. I'm Jean.
0: And I'm Alicia. And we'll be introducing you to the MCU's first trio of Superspace Senoritas. In this podcast, we're going to
3: start off with our spoiler-free hot takes, and then we're going to do a roundup of MCU-related news, including setting the record straight on some box office issues and some updates on upcoming shows and movies. After that, we'll take a break, And then we'll get into our full spoiler breakdown of the movie and answer some listener feedback.
1: We'd also love to hear your thoughts about all things MCU. Email feedback to MCU at thelawhounds.com or head over to thelawhounds.com and use the contact form or record us a voicemail.
3: For ad-free versions of this and all of our podcasts, check us out at patreon.com slash the Lorehounds. I'll share more about our Patreon as well as our upcoming programming schedule at the end of the
0: podcast. Also, we'd be forever grateful if you could help us get more ears tuned into the Lorehounds MC universe. All you need to do is drop us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts is especially helpful. Even if it's just a few quick words, we read all the reviews and they mean a lot to us.
1: And before we get started, just a quick spoiler warning. We'll of course be spoiling the Marvels, but spoilers for the rest of the MCU and Marvel Comics are also on the table.
3: All right, everybody. Here we are. We've all seen the movie and we've got a special guest. Marilyn Ooh. R. <laughs> is... Hey. Yay. Jumping into the podcast, she had some things she wanted to share and say about the movie. She had a good time. And I think, Marilyn, I think this is the first time, have you, you've podcasted with Alicia before?
2: No, no? this is my first time with both Alicia and Jean. So what? I couldn't, oh my, I couldn't this be is awesome. Thrilled. What? This is
0: great. <laughs>
2: That's We're shocking.
0: history now. I'm joining <laughs> the big
2: kids table. This is oh, fantastic. Uh,
0: <laughs> I said classing up the joint. Classing yeah, up the joint. yeah, <laughs> yeah there definitely. There you go.
3: Awesome. Well, Marilyn, thank you so much for for joining with us. I hope, um, yeah, it's it great to have you o- on board. I know we were constantly thinking about you and and referencing <laughs> you during the Loki stuff because there was so much Norse mythology and it was uh, fun. Just a lot of really great stuff. So thanks for writing in all the emails that you sent us. That you and Abby were and and uh, Dork of the Ninjas were great <laughs> with your feedback. So we really appreciate everyone who was. Um, uh, offering their takes on a really extraordinary season of television. It was really Absolutely. good. Indeed, Absolutely. indeed. Yeah, they landed the plane as we <laughs> like to <laughs> <play>. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, we're here to talk about the Marvels today, and we're going to start off with our hot takes. Spoiler free, of course. So Marilyn, as our guest, would you like oh.
2: to lead us off? What did be- you think of the movie? I'd be delighted. Thank you. I thought it was fantastic. I haven't laughed so long or so hard at a Marvel movie or TV series in a very long time, and it felt
3: good. Yay.
2: Yeah, uh, It was good to have information on sort of the follow-up to Captain Marvel about what happened regarding Mm -hmm. Hala. Yeah. Um, Okay, so one of the weird bits was, well, a bit weird. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it was amusing and fun. But another scene absolutely had me Gasping for breath, I was laughing so hard. And mm-hmm. again, frequently throughout the course of, you know, a whole chunk of time. So that was a lot of fun. I thought that it was a superb use of three very different characters to uncover the emotions underneath the superpowers. You know, it's just a really great way to, to see them bouncing off each other, but then they start revealing things that otherwise they might not have revealed. So that I thought they did that very well. The visuals were stunning both the long sweeps and new planetscapes, and i liked also the conception of the different technical spaces like carol's ship and fury's swrd module um with a convenient donut design which was really great when they were team tagging to fight the baddies i thought that was particularly excellent choice of design mm-hmm. and like sean i was wondering where taisha was but <laughs> I was going to say that. No, season no, season I'm season glad you said,
1: brought it up. I said it. Okay. That, I, I that's was, good. Yeah, I'm I was you brought really it up. puzzled. I mean, where was Taisha? I mean, who, come on.
2: Yeah, no explanation. I mean, just yeah, that was weird.
1: Just on the phone. Like, come on. She was she was a big part of the of Miss Marvel, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Her I hope, did wonder about that. Yeah, maybe she, she was. She was film. Was,
1: Maybe, but give me something about why.
0: I know. Yeah, I mean,
2: maybe yeah. they're about to have their first baby or something. No. Yeah. Have Tell me visit. something. Yeah, did they? Did maybe. they
0: even say like, is she visiting family or something? No. 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 Um, so, like she didn't nothing.
1: She was on the phone and like a. Oh, was she? Maybe oh, okay. two scenes. Yeah. 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 Like he oh, spoke good. to her on He's the phone. He's like,
0: I'm going into space. And, you know. Yeah. I, like uh, completely missed that.
1: <laughs> Sorry. That was that was certainly the the low point for me.
3: Real quick reminder on on Taisha, who is oh, well, just in case, oh, just, just right. for anybody yeah. who's not fully right, right. in the picture, okay.
0: the wife of the brother, Kamala's sister in law.
1: So Amir married Taisha and Miss Marvel, and we didn't get to see Taisha at all in the movie. And okay, so her brother's wife. Yeah, got it. So she for such a a, a welcoming family. Mm-hmm. Um, a loving family, uh, a close knit family. For her not to be seen or even really spoken of, that threw me off a bit.
2: It was just
4: weird.
1: It yeah. was. It was. Okay. And that's really uh, the only complaint I had about the movie. Oh, really? So, <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your overall take? It was such a cool time. Yeah. It, it was. It was a really cool, fun, breezy movie, something that I really enjoyed. Um, I loved watching the characters interact on screen. Um, I thought there was several standout moments, um, several standout set pieces that they pulled together well that maybe um, upon hearing and thinking before seeing the movie that I thought, "Ah, this could go um, in the wrong direction, but they really, it really, Didn't go in the wrong direction. Um, We'll get into those things as we as we talk a bit more. But I really enjoyed watching this movie. I thought it was fun. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think it was Alicia. You said everything doesn't have to be Citizen Kane, right? Right. (laughs) Thank
4: goodness.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I and I really you know thought about that as I was watching this film and thought about it when I left and said to myself, you know what. This was really enjoyable. This was a really nice time to 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 watch a, a movie and just, you know, escape. Mm-hmm. And I think at its core, that's what, you know, I want from a lot of the films that I watch. So this was really cool.
3: Right. Yeah. I, I literally laughed and I literally cried. Mm-hmm. Uh, were, oh my gosh. There were times, there were a couple of times where the feels hit me really hard. Uh, there were times where I was just cracking up and I had, was having a great time. There were a couple of WTF moments for me <laughs> where I was like, but is that, oh, that's a little ex machina. Um, there were some rough edges around the plot, some, some not great acting here and there, but none of it ever took me out. None of it, none of it ever eroded the foundations of the the movie for me. Such that, I, and I went with my spouse, we got a date night, uh, we're, we're out, I'm podcasting from my in-law's basement today. In fact. <laughs> uh, we got the whole week off for the, for the American Thanksgiving holiday and uh, my in-laws were like, yeah, go see the movie, we'll go have a date night. So great. So uh, my, my spouse, who is not an MCU person at all, not mm-hmm. opposed to the MCU, just not into it, just not, not her thing. She was like, that was a lot of fun. I had a good time. And so I kind of asked her, I said, well, what about this or what about that? She was like, no, nah, I didn't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who those characters are. I don't know what that means. I don't care. <laughs> None of that uh, red yarn connectivity to all the other MCU right. stuff mm-hmm. made a material impact. I think the only, there was only one thing where it made a material impact and that was on the ship, uh, hmm. you know, where some. I, I, we we don't want to go into spoilers anyway. There was just one, and it was the same one that I had. But otherwise, we had a really fun time out at the movies, sitting in mm-hmm. front of a movie theater screen, having a good time. The theater had about a dozen people in it. Uh, it's a small theater, in, in this town where we're at, and and uh, you know, I was surprised to see how many people were there. There were a lot more people there to see Trolls and the new. Um, <laughs> the new uh, uh, Mockingjay, whatever, the the new- uh, Oh, Hunger yeah, Hunger exciting. Games. Yeah. 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 So, but, you know, it, it felt like a f- festive little outing and everybody in the theater, when I walked out of the theater, some other people who had been chuckling and laughing, you know, we kind of nodded at each other. We're like, hey, cool. You enjoyed the movie? <laughs> I enjoyed the movie too. And it was that really great movie going experience. And so I think yeah. the movie on that level delivered And it felt great and it felt great to have a win for the MCU for these characters. And like Marilyn, you were saying that the way that they worked together, the three heroines to it it helped to illuminate internal motivations and Mm -hmm. emotions Mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff was great. And then something that I noticed at the end in the sort of the grand finale of it all was rather than a. Uh, smash, destroy, kill the evil bad guy. It was a healing. Yes. It was a bringing together. It was a sealing yes. mm-hmm. of a breach. It was closure, literally closure without <laughs> being a spoiler. Um, and I was like, oh, this is a different movie told from a different perspective, but yet it still felt as epic and marvel and big superhero, you know, biff, boom, bang kind of <laughs> stuff, but it didn't, have to be, you know, ending somebody. Instead it was a a, a resolution of things and it was mm-hmm. a coming together of things. So I think I really appreciated it on on that level too. And I love the all, all of the I love the big bad um I forget her name, the actor Darben. Uh, oh Darben, the actor um, Zawe Ashton. She's great. I love her.
0: Mm-hmm. I want
3: more of her.
0: Phenomenal. I didn't realize Phenomenal. that she's uh Tom Hiddleston's fiance until no way. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. He, referred like he referred to her as his partner in right.
1: one of the, in one one of of the, the interviews. interviews. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I saw that as well.
3: That's
0: yeah. amazing. I saw a picture of them like on a red carpet somewhere together. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool.
3: Anyway, so yeah, I I had a great time, and I'm I'm really glad that this got made and finally got moved. Yeah, and you could see where they probably did some back back of the room, you know, edits to put things together and kind of stitch a couple blocks. But it, it never had a tone of being Citizen Kane, so it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Right? <laughs> it, it was good. So I don't know, Alicia. What did you? Where your where your thoughts at? Where your feelings at?
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, uh, this is, I I had a a great time and I'm definitely, this is one that I'm going to watch at home. Uh, It's going to, it's a nice short, quick, funny pick me up. There's a couple scenes in particular that I would watch on repeats. One I really need an extended uh, edition of. And, uh, but I also feel like having seen it my first time in a theater on opening night enhanced that experience as well. Because like you Uh said, David, it was just a really lovely communal a yes. theater experience. Monocultural
3: you know? experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where we're, we're laughing at things together and we're responding to other things together. Um, and yeah, just having a good time. And, and it feels like you're bonding with the strangers you're sharing this space yeah. with Transiently, Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it feels this, the movie overall, it feels connected to the overall MCU plot, which I think I've been missing a bit in recent movies more. And mm. it feels like we're finally starting to move the overall plot forward for this phase. Um, It also pulls together a bunch of comics. I think for me, there are certain things like what happens on that one planet that they go to. Um, (laughs) It just felt like it was directly a sequel to that comic, to that Captain Marvel comic. So, yeah, um, it just felt more tied to the comics than a lot of other ones to me. And I was so glad that Kamala's family was just as enjoyable as in the show. I just want more of everything. Um, I did notice the editing issues people mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the only times I want to call for a director's cut because I think they cut some mm-hmm. of the weird stuff and I love the weird stuff. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And I think, yeah, th- there was also was an issue with the trailers because the trailers, they started fun and on brand, but they got too serious. And I know I, I talked to some people who were scared away by the later trailers. Like, Oh, well, I wanted like a fun body swabbing movie. I'm like, well, that's what it is. Don't worry. Like that's, what you're yeah, in for. interesting. Yeah, thank
2: interesting. you for saying that because I was so confused by the third trailer. I thought, "Whoa, yeah. whoa did they rewrite this whole thing? This just looks completely different." So yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was strange. I just—I'm not sure why they did that.
3: They were trying to c- claw back some. They were concerned about positioning in the marketplace, and so they I, think it, yeah. they I think that must be it, David. But I think they just think fumbled
2: it. Up people wanted to have a good time.
0: Yeah, and I think that that made them fumble it more because yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah, sometimes you don't count out to the loudest voices, because the loudest voices sometimes are idiots.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And there are a lot of idiots. How packed was your theater,
0: uh, Alicia? Um, Yeah, I went opening night, so it was like, I think maybe there was some seats open in the front row, but uh, as far as I could see, it was pretty cool. Hmm. That's great. That's really good. It's nice to hear. And
3: I think this is going to do really well on streaming. So I am yeah, you know yeah. and we're going to talk about some box you've got a you got a, mm. some <laughs> things to say Alicia. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I the, yeah. notes in the in the in <laughs> the notes here but I think it's going to do fine on streaming. I think it'll make its money back. I think it'll be a good addition to the canon.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: and it doesn't have to be this box office thing, right? It's it's fine.
0: I so, think it's going to age well, though. I yeah. think, you know, people are going to yeah. look back and be like, well, wh- why are people hating on this film again? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Seriously. Yeah. Right. I was We were there on a Monday afternoon at 2.30 and there were like two, three dozen people there.
3: Great. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a Which, good. <laughs> you
2: know, for Central afternoon? Maine, I, I was really surprised. Yeah. I was really surprised. All right. Let's switch
3: uh, topics here really quick. We always like to cover a little bit of MCU news because there's a lot of stuff in the news these days, so we're going to touch base on a couple of upcoming – some notes on some upcoming shows and movies, but first – Alicia, you got something to say, so let's bring it forward. What do you got to say?
0: Yeah, and I know I know Marilyn also has some stuff to add to it at the end, too. But I think it's just, there's something has to be said, of course, for the fact that I'm pretty used to the response that female-led superhero movies get by now. Um, Uh But the response to this movie in particular is particularly heinous. Uh, And I, yeah, I just noticed a lot of uh, personal around me, but also just collectively out there um, I think there's just a few facts that need to be set straight. So I yeah, just yeah, I, I just have to bring in some facts and figures here. Please so, do. So, first of all, before we get into the numbers, I just want to point out that while, yes, Carol Danvers was made Captain Marvel in 2012, which is fairly recent, the first female Captain Marvel was Actually, Monica Rambeau, who was also in this film, who was named Captain Marvel in Amazing Spider-Man annual number no. 16, published in 1964, which is what? before m- most of the men complaining um, about a female Captain Marvel were even born. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it just it just uh, apparently it needs to be said that female superheroes existing does not take away from the still mostly male MCU projects. So I broke it down. By phase and by you know whether a movie was male led or female led. So we have in the first two phases we had six movies per phase. Each one was all male led. Uh, and yes, I know that Black Widow was in there and you know and later Scarlet Witch, but they were not the leads. Um, so then we have, we get into phase three, we have n- one movie that's female led Captain Marvel. And that's of course when this MCU complaining started. So one movie out of 11, so still more male movies, but there also happens to be one female now phase four was like the max for, you know, content being produced, everything we had, um, 12 male led movies. So that's double phase ones and two, but also there's happened- incredible. Just just in terms of the volume, that's insane. Yeah. That's, and of course, yeah, we can litigate whether it's a good idea to have that sort of volume. And that's, right, a, right, that's right. another thing we've been talking about. But just, you know, there are still more male-led superhero movies. There's just also female-led superhero movies. And, you know, we don't – the other two phases aren't yet complete. But um, if there's about 30-something percent of the audience uh, is female or the movies is female, that's actually what's currently – the percentage of the audience, that's female going to Marvel movies. And if you stop telling women that these movies aren't for them, more will go, which means that you can, you know, you can make more money. Uh, They're saying the box office is low for Marvel's. Yes. It was a 47 million um, uh, opening for the opening weekends, which is disappointing for Marvel. Let's put this in, you know, um, let's compare this to, to other movies. It's, not as disappointing as, sadly, Blue Beetle, which deserved better. Um, it did better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is an excellent movie. It's just a hard time for movies right now. And now in the middle of the second weekend of this film, it's already at $120 million, So it's not, like, it's not like this is going to cost them a huge amount of money. Um, I think that this one could have staying power.
3: So, it's, and, you know. and it's also at the end of this train of negative Mar- Marvel news cycles mm-hmm. with
0: previous
3: films doing lower and lower expectations because not all those films were great, a terrible secret invasion. Mm-hmm. So, it's suffering from what other people, what product was put out prior to it. So, people are, you know, right, not flocking. Exactly.
0: Yeah, Right. So people people are uh, bagging on the movie even before they give it a chance. Like I had that earlier, like, oh, you liked it despite it being a terrible movie? Like, have you seen it yet? Oh, <laughs> <Exactly>. No.
3: <laughs> so I love this. You did a whole chart here. You've got percentages and increases well, and, yeah, you and you know, differences. To- Did you did you you do this from scratch? Did you build it all up? Well,
0: I I knew that like I I knew in my mind that there were still more male superhero movies. So I just had to put it on paper in front of myself. I love the data. (laughs) But for the record, also the the current Rotten Tomato score is 62% for critics and 84% for audiences. So Hello. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you think
2: they're ever gonna start calculating streaming viewers into all this? Because I really have to wonder if more and more people are just waiting till they can stream it.
0: Yeah, I, yeah I, the problem is that the streamers are very reluctant to share their data, which is one of the big issues in the recent strike negotiations.
2: Imagine that, imagine <laughs> my surprise.
0: <laughs> well, and this is where we've fundamentally
3: shifted from being an entertainment production uh, economy where you know, ticket sales meant butts in seats right mm-hmm. and you you receive you a product was delivered it was given to this many people now it's this opaque tech world and it you know when you have publicly traded companies and they have a they're trying to present to the shareholder and shareholder value versus the, the entertainment marketplace it's a completely different value proposition they have no incentive to release those numbers Because they need to look good for a stock market return because they're a tech company now. They're not entertainment companies now.
2: And I know the movie theaters are hurting and they're trying all kinds of ways to bring in more people. You know, the the expansion lounger seats with hot and cold. I hate the the seat warming thing. It's just awful. Plus, you're supposed to select your seat online. Yeah. Right? You You have to have reserved seats. That just is so strange to me. Yeah. I appreciate you know, it what, now because I, I a show up in in a lot of other yeah. yeah, Well, <laughs> there is that. I mean, I do have my favorite seat. I'd like to be able to reserve it. But on the other hand, I want to be spontaneous about this. Hmm. I don't want to have to, you know, go in online. And re- Not that it's a problem in my central main mega theaters, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I will get a seat for just about anything, as long as I just don't go on opening night or whatever, you know?
3: Jean, do you have any uh, thoughts or takes on the this question of um... – of female superheroes and yeah, it's
1: it's all BS. It's all BS. (laughs) You know, and, and I'm glad that Alicia broke it down in that way with the numbers. Um, Because at the end of the day, these are people who don't want to see, you know, women who don't want to see black men or women who Mm -hmm. don't want to see Latino men or women, Muslim men or women, um, Asian men or women, Just, they don't want to see trans people. They don't want to see anyone who identifies as gay. They don't want anything but a cisgendered white man in these roles. And to that, I say, you know what? I'm (sighs) not, at least, I'm not surprised that this was the type of reaction that we got leading up to this movie. I'm not surprised Mm -hmm. at all.
4: Mm -hmm. What
1: I am disappointed in is, is that there are far too many people who seem to want to take on this role and give it, and and make it as if it's valid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These are not valid arguments that people are having. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I have to, you know, argue my points with racists and misogynists.
0: Well, it's also- Because
1: it's not, it, there's nothing, there's nothing to be gained from that.
0: But come, not, they come and find you. That's that's the thing. It's yeah, like, you don't want to yes. watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. That's fine. Like I really don't, don't care what you watch. But just right. like let me have my joy. Don't come like finding me on social media to uh you know every everything that, every positive opinion I'm paid for and uh right, I don't right. know anything, it, fake geek girl, blah blah blah. And, well, and, and you know, got,
1: go ahead. Yes ma'am,
2: go ahead we're, we're having a remarkably similar conversation in the Tolkien universe of, Mm. you know what folks, the books are still on the shelves. Right. Yeah. If you don't like what you're seeing, don't watch it. Yeah. And as Alicia says, leave the rest of us alone Mm -hmm. to enjoy the exploration, to enjoy the differences, to see ourselves mirrored in a universe that we have long loved and cherished, but, you know, felt kind of on the margins of and inclusivity doesn't mean you are excluded. Exclusivity, yeah, mm-hmm. right,
3: right. That's and a scarcity mindset. That's absolutely. a mindset of of that there's not enough to go around, and so you have to sort of go into a might makes right uh, style die you know dynamic, which is not the
2: reality. No, the reality
3: right. is there's plenty of entertainment space, okay. and uh, you know if if the the studios recognize, I mean, the NFL recognized it. The <laughs> NFL share of women viewers, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, went super sky high because the NFL started caring about garnering right. women viewership and yeah. started making stuff available yeah. in marketing in a way and their business grew and it didn't exclude a single man from any of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. But you see, if your arguments are based on emotion, all the logic and numbers in the world. Oh, yeah, aren't, exactly. Aren't yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> just thought. Yeah. thought. So yeah, as, this, as Jean said, it's like don't John
2: waste said. your time. Don't yeah. waste your energy.
1: Right, but. Unless it, they come
2: after you as they have been on Alicia. And exactly. It, and something exactly. needs to be done.
1: Yes. Exactly. And I'm, and I'm glad that you did that. And, you know, this is conversations that I've had with David from when we first, you know, started co- to commiserate around these, you know, stories. Hmm. Is that being. A young black boy, being a young black man, being an adult black man, I often did not see myself in these stories.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I never once thought these stories were not for me. Mm. Mm. And that's the position that I had to take in this Western culture that we inhabit.
2: Definitely.
1: I didn't see anyone who looked like me aside from maybe Lando. Mm-hmm. And Lando's mm-hmm. not even one of my favorite characters, right? <laughs> they <But, laughs> don't like a but, cape? <laughs>
4: you, know, <laughs> for yeah, you.
1: I don't yeah, think it's so,
2: strutting more. Than yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I love Billy D, but Lando's not my guy. But
2: Definitely.
1: I didn't see anyone who looked like me, but I never once thought that I couldn't be. And for someone who has had an entire lifetime of viewing people who look just like them in imagining themselves right. in these roles to right. now come to terms and say, hey, this doesn't feel right because this isn't what it should be. Kick rocks. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't look like me anymore. Right. Kick rocks. Yeah. I mean, you still have your superhero that looks like you. They don't all have to look like you. They haven't
2: disappeared. (laughs) Yeah. But it's so much. It's also about how expectations are set. I had a conversation with a male friend one time about Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman. And he said, Oh, I just think Wonder Woman was so much better because she was so emotional. You know, you could see she was so gutted when this or that thing happened. But Captain Marvel, I mean, she just she never showed any emotion at all. And it took me a minute to figure this out when I think of all the scenes, you know, with with Maria and Cat and Lieutenant Trouble and all that sort of thing. And you know, what I came to the conclusion was look at their two upbringings. You know, in story. You know, Wonder Woman was brought up in a culture in which women express themselves fully and completely emotional, etc. It wasn't labeled good or bad, it was just part of being human. And so she had that solid foundation from which to move. And so there was no question but that she would express emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, Carol Danvers, her struggle as a young girl growing up, and then she goes into the military which is completely not about expressing emotions unless it's anger. Um, And then she gets kidnapped and taken to Hala and yet another militarized society in which she's being told your emotions are a weakness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, is she really going to emote all over the place with that? I really don't think so. I mean, it could get her attacked. It could get her killed. I mean, it definitely would get her punched up more. So she cultivated this demeanor and a little sass, you know, to, to kind of punch back, if you will. But you see her with her, you know, realizing she doesn't know who she is. And the acting was superb. It just wasn't the same thing. Now, you know, I also got to say that I really think that the gendered costume expectations had yeah. an awful lot to do with the perception. I mean, call up in your mind. Absolutely. The mm. costume of Wonder Woman and the costume of mm-hmm. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that coding in terms of emotional expression? Right. Or how community. Linda
3: Carter was presented on all of that television that uh, Jean and I probably watched a lot of, I don't know Marilyn or Alicia, if you watch the old uh, TV show in the um, with Linda Carter, but mm-hmm. she was highly sexualized. Mm-hmm. yeah, I couldn't wait for her to turn into Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, well,
2: and so will- this
3: this uh, last night on screen, I happened to see it last night. Perfectly normal, basic human shaped costumes. Nothing. It was great. It was like, oh, I don't, you know, it was just. It was it was appropriate. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't overly sexualized. It Didn't turn them into their costumes. Didn't turn them into sexual objects.
0: Right. right. Well, especially because um, Kamala is she's you know a Muslim character and she is yes. concerned with conservative dress. That's a theme from her TV show also. So that's right. a theme in the comics. Mm -hmm. And yet,
2: and yet, I was at a conference, a library conference in Seattle in 2014, and the guest speaker was G. Willow Wilson.
0: That's awesome. The
2: co-creator of the Ms. Marvel original comics and uh, graphic novels, along with Sana Amanat, And they she said that the two of them developed this character together, of course, and that they were expecting negativity from both anti-Muslims generally- but also from Muslims who disliked Kamala's portrayal and the absence of the hijab in particular. Hmm. But Willow and Sana decided that there was to be no hijab for Kamala because most teenage Muslim Americans didn't wear it either. Mm -hmm. So Mm. they were thinking again about the audience and being able to see yourself.
0: Now there Mm, were plenty
2: of hijab wearing women in the, the series. Like her yes. best friend.
0: Yeah. Like yes. her
2: best friend. And they had an interesting conversation about that. So yes. Yes. they treated it in 3D fashion. And mm-hmm. I thought it was terrific. Mm-hmm. But even before the TV series came along, this was still a factor in, in the graphic novels. And let me just point out that, uh, Wilson's first graphic novel won in 2009 the Top 10 Graphic Novel Award from LA. And then when the new Ms. Marvel series debuted in 2014, um, it also was the f- received the Hugo Award for the best graphic story.
0: Yeah. So Which there's is, plenty of yeah. people
2: out there who really appreciate this. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. The Hugo Award is one of the biggest awards in fantasy. It's so, the most prestigious yeah. award in,
4: in, in sci fi fantasy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And well, we have some other good news in the general uh, Marvel universe. More everybody's favorite updates.
3: space daddy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, okay, I have to clear the record. The, there yes. were a lot of uh, eager tweeters who didn't quite read the Deadline article. They were quoting: "He is in talks to potentially right. <laughs> play Reed Richards." It is definitely <laughs> far from signed in stone, but the we, internet went crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It could very well, I think, maybe even more likely not happen. We'll see. Um, but it does seem like the other three castings of the Fantastic Four are confirmed, which is uh, Vanessa Kirby uh, for Sue Storm, who you might know as she played the younger Margaret in The Crown. Joseph Quinn, best known for Stranger Things, would play Johnny Storm. He was the one who played Eddie in the last season. And Yvonne uh, Moss um he would play Ben Grimm, and he's best known from The Bear and Andor recently. Yep. So, what do you guys think? What do you think of that, Cashell?
4: Um,
1: I'm I'm cool with it. I, I I think I expressed earlier this week on in our Discord that I, I'm kind of I don't want to see the same actors across franchises any longer. Mm. Like you know, Pedro Pascal is great,
4: mm-hmm. and I
1: love watching him on screen. I don't need to see him play a character like Reed Richards. Um, simply because he's Pedro Pascal and he's great on screen. I I want new faces. I want new faces in these roles, and I think um that.
0: What about the
1: other three? Yeah, I'm. I don't. I I haven't watched The Crown, so I'm cool with that. Um, <laughs>
0: she's perfect as she's. Yeah, story. I, I think. I, everyone think
1: agree. Yeah. I think the other three are sufficiently uh not on my radar, like. 24 seven, twelve 12 months out of the year like i'm anticipating you know mando you know these are I, I just don't want the course you know references and and everybody doing the same characters it's the same problem i have with um what's your favorite character david what, what's his <laughs> name oh From my god
2: mm-hmm. um in
1: which universe. <laughs> yeah, in what yeah, so <laughs> we universe. We cover so uh, many, it's hard oh to Oh my god. What is his name? He mm-hmm. he he played he was in the X, the last X-Men. He played um Apocalypse. Why well, can't I remember his name? Oscar Oh Isaac. my gosh. Oscar Isaac, thank you. Um I don't need Oscar Isaacs in multiple franchises. <laughs> like give me some give me someone else. There are many, many thousands of inspiring and working actors
0: mm-hmm. who can
1: portray these characters. And I would like to see someone step to the, to the, to those roles and embody those roles in a way that, you know, I don't expect because I kind of expect how Pedro Pascal or any other well known actor is going to behave, um, their movements, everything, that I know about them intimately by watching these other characters, I'm going to go into this film expecting that. I don't want that any longer. Mm.
2: There's also a factor that it's really hard when I see Tom Hiddleston to not think Loki. Mm. Yeah. Although yeah. he is such a good actor yeah. that he can get away with it because what is- he's, he's full range, you know, from Shakespeare to not yeah. kind of thing. So,
0: I don't, well, I but don't I, I wouldn't want to see Tom Essex Hiddleston serpent. the Essex the esse- I can say this the Essex serpent on Apple. Yes. Um, yeah, watch that. Yeah, I think he's totally different in that. I yeah. f- I forgot that he was Loki personally. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he can do that,
2: but it, that's you know he's up in the top tier, kind once of. to With years of experience.
1: When I say franchises, I I, I mean specifically to the sci-fi. Right. Fantasy mm-hmm. superhero genres like the Star Wars right. and and the DC and the Marvel and properties,
0: except DC,
4: right, <laughs> right,
1: and you know, and I and I kind of want newness. I, I want mm-hmm. a freshness to these characters because many of them we haven't seen before. Like I hadn't, yeah. we haven't seen Captain Marvel before, and that's why Brie, you know, is so with such a a, a brush of uh, a, a fresh air. Mm-hmm. During the Captain Marvel movie. You know what I mean? She bought something else that we hadn't experienced yet. And I kind of
0: want
4: that from, mm-hmm. from and I think the other going three, forward.
0: The other three are, I think they bring that. And I know not everyone is happy with uh, Joseph Quinn and, uh, and Yvonne uh, moss bachrach I don't know why the last one they wouldn't be happy with. Some people think jo- Joseph Quinn's like too short or something. I don't know. Mm. But I think that well, they, they- We already had to, this like,
3: conversation about complainers are going to complain. Yeah, right? So, right, 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 right. right, right. <laughs> they, they have Go such
0: ahead. like a, an engaging energy on screen. I'm really excited to see them in these roles. And so because- which role? Sorry.
2: I was wondering oh. which role Evan moss bachrach played in Andor.
0: Um, he, he he was the betrayer. Uh, what was his name again? Yeah, um, in this in the second
3: uh, in the second set arc. of three when they were mm-hmm. on. Uh, Aldani. Sorry, spoiler
0: for Andor. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, he was he was there. So anyway, well, uh, fingers crossed. I mean, I can certainly see why they would want to pull somebody like Pedro Pascal. Absolutely. Side, absolutely. Our power. And it's going yeah. to of. And he's content. great. He's,
1: yeah. he's a yeah. hell of an actor. He's great at what he does.
0: Yeah. So. But I, I want someone who gets me excited about the fantastic four because I'm not. What? <laughs> I know. I know.
3: <laughs> All right. Next so on our, uh, on our list here.
0: Um, well, another casting, it seems like it's officially, unofficially confirmed by Robert Kirkman, of all people, who uh, it was talking in an interview about Invincible and just like dropped that, you know, Steven Yeun plays the lead character, Mark, in Invincible. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he was at a costume fitting to play Sentry in Marvel. <laughs> like, oh, OK. So that's confirmed. It was long rumored. So, yeah. what's
3: uh, just, just a really quick blip on what who is Sentry, because I don't know that uh, character.
1: Oh, uh, he... It, it's such a great character because he has a split personality. Okay. Um, oh. That I don't want to really spoil spoil okay. stuff because people also yeah, call but, him
0: evil Superman offhand, but I think I know that's simplistic.
1: I don't think okay. he's a he's a direct Superman. Um, you know, ripoff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Marvel has somebody else who is is sure, that in yeah. Hyperion, yeah. but Sentry is a really um, complex character because he embodies both good and evil. Okay. Um, and he's really, de- I don't know how they will make him as powerful in the MCU as he is in the comics Okay, because he's one of the, the, yeah, he's a powerhouse in the comics. Got so it. it'll and be interesting to see.
3: And this is part of the uh, run up for the Thunderbolts.
0: Uh, yeah. He'll be yes. in the
4: Thunderbolts. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah.
3: Awesome.
0: All right, uh, Madam and Webb. We have yeah, a trailer for I know, Marilyn, you were excited about the Madam Webb trailer.
2: Uh, yeah, it really drew my attention. I don't have a clue who, what, where, how, why. I just but oh, that's that's the important thing, that's so is that it draws yeah, exactly. <laughs> so well done. You know, whoever did the trailer, they they earned their their uh, cut that week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. So what's, that, I, what's I like the what's intel on on the title here?
0: Well, she's yeah, she's from the Spider Verse. Um, okay. She's, I mean, they're changing. This is a it up. Sony.
3: This is the Sony. A
0: Sony. Mm-hmm. This is on the Sony okay. side. Yeah, yeah. Got I it.
2: find all that so confusing. <laughs> Just
0: give
2: it up folks. Just give it play nice. Yes. Find a big sandbox and play nice, okay?
3: Look, Marilyn, if you can if you can navigate the waters of the Tolkien IP and uh, who has rights to what, it's it's about the same over on the Marvel side of things. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that, uh-huh. that's my
2: Quaker se- super, secret superpower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but only for one universe.
0: That's about all I Enough. have.
3: Enough, yeah. For. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So Alicia, you were talking about the um,
0: yeah, yeah. So, so they they seem to be changing some things from the comics. Um, but she's kind of, she's a clairvoyant, as you can see in the trailer. And well, I don't know what I should say about from the comics because maybe that's a yeah. spoiler about. Uh, <laughs>
4: Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, But Jean, I see you made a note about inheritors, and I was wondering the same thing. We brought, we talked about this also that they were maybe teasing this group in the last uh, into the spider or uh, across the Spider Verse movie. Across the
1: Spider Verse. Yes. So it's um, you know, it's a great uh Spider Man Peter Parker arc um that reveals that um, I'll just say this really quick part that. The spider that bit Peter was not an accident. This, he was chosen, right? Huh. And that is the lore going on um, from this comic um, arc for Spider-Man. Um, and within that, there are a whole other host of nice and juicy tidbits that we get um, that would be spoiler So I, I, I will refrain from going into in-depth.
3: So Peter know, Parker is the quiz at Haderach? Yes. yes. Sorry. Oh, that's another IP universe there. <laughs> no, 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 yes. no, no, no. Midoriens.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. All of that. All of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. Yes. What if
4: season it's, it's, two?
0: But what, what I was just going to say about okay. that. Uh, so the all the g- women that you see in the Madam Web trailer, they're all uh-huh. different, like Spider Girl, Spider Woman, all different types of spider people, female people. People. Yeah. And uh, they're the reason why they're brought together might have to do with Jean, what Sean's talking about. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Very cool. Looking so, yeah. forward what to it. Right, what if
3: season two? All right. What if
0: season two? Yeah. So December 22nd, we found out it's going to debut and then it's going to have one episode. It's going to be nine episodes, one episode per day daily oh, oh, through Lord. December 30th.
3: <laughs> right what? on the holiday season for us. So that's going to be interesting yeah. from a podcasting standpoint.
0: Did did you? Check we'll, out we'll get the, innovative.
3: Let's we'll yeah. we'll we'll talk later and we'll we'll figure yeah. out our strategy. Well, I think but we, anyway, we you gonna kind say. of
0: we kind of talked about doing a preview and then maybe the season as a whole in uh, the start of the new year. Okay, I,
3: I, yeah, I've I've got some ideas. Maybe we can do okay. some like really quick okay. shot things, like drop some stuff really fast, and at the end maybe we can bundle all those up or something. So we we can, talk. Right.
0: yeah, okay. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so you, did you see the trailer? What was your reaction, um, David?
3: I have not seen the trailer. Uh, busy, busy, very busy week uh, prior to the holidays, work life, all that kind of stuff. So I, I have not seen the Madam Web trailer. Nor have I seen the what if trailer. And there was another trailer that was out recently that I didn't get a chance to see. And I'm like, ah, I got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of watching to do, let alone any other shows. And that that's just watch. the
2: trailers. Exactly.
3: So they're <laughs> pending. Think, they're Joe? pending for me.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I, I'm, I I'm the, double as excited as season yeah, one. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I thought the first season was great. And, you know, I'm excited to see what stories they're telling in, in this season, how they, you know, tie into the overall narrative. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, these are stories that take place across the multiverse. So not in the sacred timeline in Loki speak, (laughs) um, but in other timelines, (laughs) they are, we have started to see them cross over with, you know, each other and with other timelines. So it seems like there's going to be some importance going forward. Uh, And they're just like a lot of fun because they're all what if things just happened differently and everything was different. (laughs)
3: Well, Um, I think we could put a pin in that too, because we had the multiversal stuff, right? With Avengers and whatnot. And now we had something in this movie that touches on that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're they're laying a lot of work for us to have this multiple different
0: kind of world. This is the multiverse saga. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll go through the episodes. They're not a hundred percent the ones we've talked about in previous, uh, but we'll talk about it more in our season one preview. Sounds good. Awesome. And last but not least, Wonder Man. Not canceled. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There was rumors going around, um, that it, that it had been canceled. And now we've heard that it's going to resume filming after Thanksgiving, and it's going to be the next Marvel spotlight like Echo.
3: Okay. Is Wonder Man part of the Thunderbolts as well? No. no.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just said that, that what was I thought. definitive. That was definitive.
0: <laughs> but sure. it, I don't, I, I don't be, know what they're doing.
4: Yeah.
0: But it could be like, uh, I think it could be a launching point. I'm wondering if... We, we have an idea we're going to get Vision Quest in the future, but I'm wondering if uh, Vision could somehow be tied to this and it could be a launching point for West Coast Avengers. What do you think, Jean? Jean? Uh, yeah.
1: Um, I, I don't know how to how they're going to do this because mm. he's a very uh, – yeah, he's just a very hard character to – I would never have thought to see on screen because it's difficult with his backstory. Uh, so, okay. yeah, it's a really difficult – um, backstory to to sort of shoehorn and, and present as a as a narrative. So I'm mm-hmm. really um, fingers crossed that they pull it off because I like they, I like Yaya. Th-
3: yeah, I was just gonna say they've yeah. got Yaya Abdul Mateen II uh, as cast as Wonderman, and I'd watch yeah. him yeah. read a wet phone book, you know, in a <laughs> in a, a, a danks I don't know, just something ridiculous. I'd watch that guy do almost anything. Yeah, there you go.
4: So, um, yeah, like, no, I'm excited, I'm excited it. for it
1: though. I'm
3: still
4: excited
0: mm-hmm. for
1: it,
4: okay? Yeah, cool. And the first well, two hey.
0: episodes are going to be directed by um, the director of Shang-Chi, who was going to be the director of yes, Kang Dynasty. So, yeah, yeah so <laughs> Destin Daniel Cretton um, so that now everyone's all abuzz about what's up with Kang Dynasty because now the writer and the director have both been removed from it's the project. Gone. Yeah, right. Not
3: exited I, MCU, just exited that specific title that 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 particular right. movie.
0: Exactly. And He's still directing over, stuff for. Well, now PC he's Marvel. moved over to Wonder Man. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. So. But I still think like the same person who said that uh, that Kang Dynasty was probably canceled is also the same person who said Wonder Man was probably canceled. So let's just all like take a <laughs> breath and just wait right. and see what happens.
3: <laughs> we'll wait and see. We'll wait and yeah. see.
0: Okay, well, 50 some odd minutes into this podcast,
3: we've not (laughs) talked yet about the Marvels. (laughs) We had things to say. We had things to say. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we will get into our spoiler filled review. And we're back. All right, so let's start talking about the movie itself. Uh, Alicia, thank you as always for your excellent work on putting as the movie always together. It's amazing. Booyah.
2: Booyah! Booyah! What's your? We should
3: start workshopping uh, Alicia's superhero code name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> you want to dynastic my, digits? You want to know my dynamic name?
3: Yes. <laughs> sure. Wait, yeah.
0: It's walks woman. Say really? Walks tall woman. Knozikoy, Walks tall woman. There which, um, by the way, I'm five foot two, uh, 157 <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still very appropriate. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, there was, there was the point, actually. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right. So uh, I guess you have us starting off with doing a roundup on our team.
2: Whoa, we're a team. Oh, it's like, ah! <laughs> 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 is that uh, your Kamala David? That
3: is. That is. <laughs> <laughs> so <Hi>. let's... <laughs> <laughs> besties
2: finger no, guns no we're not a team
3: <laughs> <laughs> when she was regretting doing the finger gun thing uh, that was yeah. such a charming <laughs> moment that was so cute i loved it all right so let's uh, kick off with carol danvers aka captain marvel
0: yeah. So I mean, obviously check out our preview app for the recaps of the character stories up to this movie. Um, but we pick her up here leading a lonely life as the so-called annihilator with way too many powers. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think with of her this movie? And she with her like,
3: cat. <laughs> with her cat. Well, sorry, flurkin. With her sorry, cat. With her a flirkin, cat. It's
0: yeah. a
2: yeah.
0: Which which <laughs> so, apparently much a <laughs> apparently Bree Larson uh, Brie Larson is deathly allergic to cats, so uh, oh, anytime. Oh, I know that <laughs> 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 that's yeah.
4: Funny.
0: What did you think of her, David, in this movie? Did you uh, how did you enjoy her in the mix?
3: By and large, I thought she it was good. There were a couple of times when Brie felt like her acting was a little bit phoned in, it was a little bit sort of not there. But then there were other times where she really knocked me out. And there was some really great stuff. I'm was really glad to see the storyline come around in terms of what happened, why she was away. This idea that she really screwed something up badly, like Hmm. badly, badly, like this, you are the cause for all of these other things happening. There wasn't a lot of Consequence, but I mean, in this movie, it's not Citizen Kane, so we're like we're mm-hmm. we're trying to you know resolve some stuff. But I I liked the fact that that she was dealing with the fact that her superpowers, she thought she was doing something right, and it actually had a whole bunch of unattended consequences, which is what we had to get resolved and healed in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated. Uh, having Brie Larson stuck in there in that, and having to grapple with that, so very cool to see her um, uh, uh, dealing with that, and and yeah, and then just the whole thing of her interactions with Kamala and with with Rambo and Fury, yeah, it was fun. I, I, I mm-hmm. she was great, and and I, I the, the turning it around on her. Head with, well, I don't know if that's the right turn of phrase, but taking her from this very OP character and then making her a princess of this planet because of a marriage of convenience was a really fun way to sort of shake up the snow globe and like twist our expectations (laughs) around who she is and, and how she has to operate.
0: I'm, I'm bummed that we they cut a whole musical number with the three women on that planet. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> gutted.
3: That would One be an reasons- awesome YouTube release, right? Just yeah. release that, would, that song yeah. you as, a, you know,
2: as yeah. a standalone yeah. thing. So. Or a director's cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it keeps hoping for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And uh, meanwhile, then we also had Monica Rambeau uh, doing all the space investigations. She's no longer the little kid that Captain Marvel once knew. She's now working for S.W.O.R.D., uh, which stands for Sentient Weapon Observation and Response Division, (laughs) because that happens to spell (laughs) S.W.O.R.D. And uh, she has it seems like she's really developed her phasing powers since we last saw her in WandaVision. Um, Yeah. What did you think of her in this film, Sean?
1: I, I she's yeah Monica's great man. She's one of the the best characters that that Marvel has um comic book wise for me. Um you know she's gone through a lot of iterations as I've you know read her um throughout my years. Um but she's always been really super relatable and um also really uh it, it's always been awesome to see a, a super powerful black woman mm-hmm. <laughs> in 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 the page and to see it come across on screen um, was really cool as well Um, and I think that I like that she didn't at first you could see that she had more control of her powers than when we last saw her Mm -hmm. but also was kind of holding back like throughout the the Mm -hmm. movie she was reluctant to do things like when at the point where she says she couldn't fly yet right Mm -hmm. so it was still like she was still learning about how to control her powers and whether that was because she was afraid to or whether she just generally did not know how to. I thought Mm -hmm. that was refreshing because we don't get a lot of those sorts of scenes in um, some of the MCU movies. Um, So it was really cool to watch her, you know, work through those things, especially given how the movie ended, um, to see her come into her full, being and and really understand that you know I can do great things and I can be super powerful and it it was really nice to see. I, I really enjoyed her character. Black girl magic.
0: Yeah uh, yes, Black girl magic definitely. Definitely. I kind of okay can definitely. I ask did you did you guys cringe at that line or was it just me?
1: No I um, no I was. I didn't. I didn't cringe. I didn't cringe. For me, it was then, like
0: the moment when they had all of the women gather together in Endgame. Yeah, and it was like, oh look, women, this one's for you. Like, <sighs> yeah, I think that one
2: was a little more clunky, though.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I okay. thought so. I didn't. I didn't get that feeling that I got in that move in in Endgame. So hmm. I didn't get that
0: feeling. Um, okay. But maybe. I mean, it was funny, but. Well, yeah,
2: it I, was kind of a Nick Fury toss off.
0: Yeah. Think. Yeah. He's just like, motivate. I think it it's
2: more about him. Right. Than, Let's go. Than, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. One of the things I really liked about Monica was contrasting her with Carol.
4: Mm. Yes. And yeah.
2: seeing, you know, the sort of the next generation and how the whole questions of gender have shifted now. And so we have different kinds of questions in terms of how are you functioning? What is your role? How are you working with other people? And, uh, how are you fitting into your, your place in the whole scheme of things?
1: And it goes Just, back to to what you were talking about earlier when you had your friend who said, you know, how can comparing Wonder Woman and and Captain Marvel, yeah, and saying she's devoid, Captain Marvel is devoid of emotion, where yeah. you can see that Monica very clearly is not devoid of emotion, especially when it comes to uh, you know, Captain Marvel herself, like their relationship is emotional their relationship is something that makes her question and makes her angry and makes her sad and and she did a, um Tiona Pat did a great job portraying that on screen like you saw I it mean. in her face um her body the way she moved around Carol Danvers it was really awesome it was really awesome to see their interaction um because I was afraid that that going into the film I was afraid that they wouldn't um have this sort of Context to their relationship, and hmm. I'm very glad that they did show that context to to hmm. their relationship because, at the end of the day, no matter the reason that Carol left, she still left. Right, yeah.
2: and that line you said you'd be back before I knew it.
4: Yeah, and it that means was
2: the little Lieutenant Trouble mm-hmm. still there, still hurting, and yet Monica knows how to incorporate that into mm-hmm. her daily life, how to live with that and so forth. And once she's confronted with Carol, then that has to come out and somehow that has to be mended in some way.
1: And that had such a, a, a cutting meaning because yes. she was snapped
2: mm-hmm, and she right. lost her right. mother
1: in the snap. Right. And, and you weren't there for any of that.
4: hmm
1: yeah. But then it turns and 20 out- years, And 20 years yeah. ago, you told me that you would be back. Right. To mm-hmm, be here to help me through these things. Yeah. And here I am, and you were not here for any of that. So it was really good stuff. It was really good stuff.
3: And yeah, it, yeah, it sure. was a great foil then for Kamala, right? To then just go, "Oh my God, bear yes. hug!" Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And and yes. we learn something about Kamala about who she is and the empathy that she carries. That it's just there. It's just such a vital part. And mm-hmm. so it, it was a really great dynamic for to, yeah. to explore that part of Kamala's relationship at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Kamala gets to drop a bunch of Easter eggs in the whole code name (laughs) game with. (laughs) um,
3: So what's that about?
0: Well, so Monica Rambeau has gone by a number. Well, Different actually, name. her and her mother. And yeah, uh, there's, and also she, like, Carol Danvers was originally Ms. Marvel. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a whole merry-go-round of names. Um, and they were going to, they even made toys with Monica Rambeau being Photon in this. And apparently they were going to end the movie with them saying, okay, your name is Photon, which was her mother's call sign when she right. was in, oh. uh, right. um, in the military. So, right. but then they decided that you know it just took away from the emotional final moment with her. So they right. decided to hold that back. Yeah, that's
3: yeah. very cool. So that that whole game that Kamala is playing is a uh, mm-hmm. big winks uh, to the comic book. Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: Yeah, they name dropped a few. Uh, I forget okay. there was a few, yeah. It also, not even just her own names, but just other like was it Professor Marvel? Yeah. Anyway, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And ha- I think, you know, the star most people are saying was Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Hey, do we all agree? You know, she she and her family stole the show again. She was the standout. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She,
2: again, she was she was a linchpin that brought them all together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. In many ways. And, you know, they were trying to kind of hold her down for her. And then so they thought, no, actually, we need some of this stuff, don't we? And particularly you know, in terms of the emotional relationships and she herself recognized when she'd gone too far and said, yes, I apologize to you, Carol, for coming on so strong. I mean, how is a person supposed to handle that kind of thing when you don't even know me? Right. So she's learning too. And right. I, w- I really liked that. Yeah.
1: No, go
0: ahead. I'm I, was saying, I was just saying she's a teenager. She's, you know, uh, she's mm-hmm. maturing, but still is in many ways the most emotionally mature. And that comes down to her family. Yes,
1: yes. And her generation. (laughs) So happy to see her family on the large screen. Absolutely. Portrayed in the way that they're portrayed. Because so often in superhero and fantasy, we don't get this portrayal of a loving, inclusive family life for Mm -hmm. the hero. Right. Right. There's also there's always this loss, which is a big conversation that we had around Spider Verse, um, mm. about having to lose something in order to become who you are meant to be, the best version of yourself. And the cons are totally the opposite of that. Her family is her rock, and they love her unconditionally she loves them mm -hmm. unconditionally and it shows and her mother and her father and her brother are there with her every step of the way and you could just feel like it just felt right to see that portrayed on screen and I'm so happy that they did that where we don't have this you know she lost her mother or she lost her father or her brother was, was was killed or you know, some tragedy that happened, (laughs) doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be the canon event Mm -hmm. where you lose something Mm -hmm. so grave, so important in your life that it propels you forward to become the great person that you would happen to be.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. Right. A a pain, a trauma, yeah, taking Mm -hmm. a trauma.
2: John, John, you're reeling really so many bells for me because this is the classic trope of the Bildungsroman, the the youth growing up, you know, or, or the Harry Potter story where, yes, you have to eliminate parents yes. so that you yes. can be the focus of attention yes. and learn all these lessons. In Tahanu, we see something quite different. It's not sacrifice to grow and to gain. That mm-hmm. is frowned upon. So, I mean, you're, just, you're giving me chills when I'm thinking about nope. all these stories, all yeah. the different ways they handle this question. And you're absolutely right. It never occurred to me before, but this is the complete opposite. And isn't it? My you grandmother sent
3: it to me in the mail.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hello? What? Excuse me? You didn't and, have to, you know, go on a trek and lose half the team and <laughs> to find the mangle.
1: And, and it's, you know, really clear that this is, for me, being you know Haitian American, born born in the states, grow grew up with you know Creole, English, French, you know, and all sorts of patois going on in in my life as a as a child, right? This idea that you have to you know lose a part of yourself, your family life, is foreign for me. Mm. It, mm-hmm. It's not. It it doesn't hold weight for me. That is a very Western Protestant type of attitude of looking at families like you grow I up. I don't
0: know. I think it's just like it's it comes from the northern, especially places where, you know, it was just a yes. hard fact of life. Yeah. Yeah. You would starve and die. It's very and- Puritan. Yeah. <laughs> well, Yeah, well, and and or, or, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Even you're <laughs> with the Norse pocket. Yeah. Um, right.
0: But also, but from from a psychological standpoint, the healthiest people are the people who come from uh, you know well supported environments, and we should be celebrating this more on screen. And you know, yeah, in this, in this, yeah. This is what we, these are the people we want to be our leaders. Yeah, it's so
2: possible you- to have drama in other ways.
1: Yes. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And it's so possible to
1: when be tested to in other ways.
3: Bring right. this full to bring this around. Then, too, here's Brie Larson. Here's Captain America or Captain Marvel, who did suffer a trauma to gain power. Mm-hmm. She's living the you know this lonely existence out in right. space. Yes, with her flirking in her. It's a cool cool pad, right? She's got yeah. it all dialed in. It looks like a very comfortable place. Totally want to hang out there. But then along comes Kamala, who is from a big family, you know, family where that's vibrant and alive and And loving and and expression. And what does she do? She's like, not at first, she fangirls, but then she like Mm -hmm. deals with that. But then, yeah, she's empathy. She's love. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to stuff my feelings in my, you know, a way to hide them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be out here with you connected to you and shower you with this attention.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's
3: what, that's what captain Marvel needed yeah. to be brought back. Yes. In. Yeah. And Jesus, not only for that,
2: everywhere. yeah. Not only to be brought back in, I think really large needed this to get back to that place. And that event for which she was named the annihilator. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And deal with the deep emotional layer of that, which I, I'm talking about later. I can talk about it. Now. <laughs> well, here, well and,
3: and then what does she do? The The heart is, you know, the sun is dead and cold or dying, and right. she, mm-hmm.
2: reignites she reignites it. She reignites the heart. Yeah. Yep.
3: It's a great film, yep. man.
1: It was really good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really good stuff. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's a lot of good seriously. stuff in here. There's a lot of good yeah, stuff seriously. in here.
0: So, yeah, no, I thought thought it was a lot of fun. They had this whole, you know, just don't, like, think too hard about the whole cosmic quantum entanglement. We've been talking a lot about quantum (laughs) entanglement. This is, you know, we've got Kamala, Kamala, sorry, has her hard light light powers, and um, we have, I'm going to call her photon, with her, you know, phasing (laughs) powers. And, uh, you know, they all have sort of these energy light-based powers, and they... Um, just have. So anytime they're using them at the same time, they swap places. And that was just everything around that. Like the whole montage was just so much fun. We're like with Kamala's families getting involved in their living room. Goose is getting like carried (laughs) around with them. And he's just like swallowing these crease holders one place, (laughs) spitting them up another place. And Nick Fury's just there in a chair the whole time. Like what the fuck's going on?
3: (laughs) (laughs) From a storytelling Uh, mechanic standpoint, the movie did a really good job of introducing us to the the big bad, setting up some personal stakes for our primary characters, and then boom, getting us right into the action, setting up the the complexity of the entanglement, and then give and delivering on that so and training us so that when we do later when they have to figure it out and figure out how we're gonna work together we as an audience already fully understand the mechanics of, of what's involved. Who cares about right. the, you know, the, the photon wave with the inverse coupling of the photonic, you know, trans- whatever we just know that if they use their powers, this thing happens. And- Simultaneously. Yeah, Alicia pointed
2: yeah. this out. It's very important to catch that little line as long as we're using them at the same time. Right. Right. At right. the same time.
0: Yeah. Right. Because people were complaining it was inconsistent. Like, no, it's because right. they weren't. It has to be at the same time. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So well, really, really good care? job on Nia DaCosta's uh, uh, storytelling standpoint of, and who's the, who's the script writer who wrote this one? Um Alicia, do we have that? Oh, it was,
0: there's, there's like four. So we have, we talked, okay. uh, we went, <laughs> they'll bring something different. To the <laughs> well, anyway, table. we I talked mean, about that in was, the preview episode. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and so bringing that together and then the way that they're, plus then they're editing, right? Cause we know that they did a lot of chop and change on this. So
0: mm-hmm. the
3: way that they brought that around and that gave us that sense of entertainment, Hey, this is going to be a good time. And this is really funny. You know, when they're in the space elevator going around in circle and then in in the con <laughs> family living room. It was a, it was a really great slapstick. It was a slapstick, mm-hmm. yes. a, a traditional slapstick style sort of thing. And I think that's what gave me a lot of the energy of, oh, this is gonna be a fun romp. Because they didn't yeah. waste time setting that up and then getting it, just they went straight into it as fast as they could.
2: Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. this approach to this kind of swappingness better than how they handled it in loki Mm -hmm. okay i found that loki was much more opaque Mm. and it really took me a while to figure out what the heck is going on which you know on the one hand that's fine a lot of people like that but here it was quick it was upfront. you knew right away what was going on and it was amusing Mm -hmm. now the the visuals loki you know time wrapping i mean that was phenomenal you know that, that that particular device but I just found it easier to follow this throughout okay. than I did some of the Loki stuff. So, and that's interesting too
3: because um, they had a hundred. F- well, this movie times out at a hundred and five minutes, where mm-hmm. we had six episodes of Loki. Hmm. You know, which were pushing forty to fifty-minute episodes. So, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, what you can do—a yes. good, tight movie can deliver so much on plot mm-hmm. and character. Yes. Okay. Motivation, all of those kinds of things when it really knows what it wants to say. Right.
0: And I I really liked how they also tangled their memories using that device, that Cree device. And, you know, Carol just can't help but think about these things. And that's how how Monica finds out that she did go back to see Maria before she died. And um, this is how they end up being forced to talk about things that it wouldn't feel natural for, especially Captain Marvel as a character, to just say she's not that type. And now she's forced to confront it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was some good writing. Very good. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about Dar Ben. So uh, Jean, you, this is like a, we talked about this before and you said like, you didn't even want to read about it because this is someone who's only been in like two issues of the comics. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. And not a very um, important character. I don't think. Um, No, but she was great. Yeah. She was
0: a great villain. (laughs) She was a great villain. I could also just like stare at her face all day. So that's one thing. But also (laughs) I I think she just has a really captivating face. But um, I I also found, you know, her motivations. They didn't have to give me her whole childhood story or something, but her motivations resonated with me. Exactly.
1: She was was a great villain. She had a purpose. She had a plan. She had a reason. And um, yeah, and I, I was... Totally on board with it. I, I thought she did a great job of, of being serious and 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 being no nonsense, and really, you know, wanting to get her objective done, no matter the cost, no matter who had to pay, and wanting on um, some measure of revenge. Um, and that was really cool to see. Uh, uh, it, it wasn't like this universe shattering mm-hmm. drama. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not, I don't want to take over the world. I don't want to take over my galaxy, the universe. I don't want to end everything. I just want to fix some things for my people and I'm going to do it no matter who gets hurt in the process.
0: Yeah. So Um, the story of her is like completely different in those two comic issues, but there's still, you know, it was a male Darben and, and they co-ruled with someone, but it was, it was sort of, it was, the idea was, Um, I'm going to take back justice for my people and then get killed two issues later but
1: (laughs) (laughs) so I I was totally on board with her Um, she her portrayal was was, Ashton's portrayal was really great Uh, she was really awesome I I thought her holding the universal weapon and Mm -hmm. just you know wielding it in the way that she did just showed how powerful she could be Um, she was and she is and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching her on screen.
0: Yeah, the yep, complete time yeah, I was gonna say, Marilyn, it feeds into what you were saying earlier about Captain Marvel.
2: Yeah, every time I looked at her face, I thought, Oh, I don't ever want to meet her face to face. Right, exactly. <laughs> she yes. didn't have to say anything, yeah. she didn't have to gesture. I mean it was all in her eyes.
1: Just to look. Just and to look. and
2: I, you put in our notes here Alicia that there were complaints that she was too flat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's and I what, thought, what movie yeah. were you watching? <laughs> <laughs> what you know what again this gender expectation of mm. displaying emotion or not displaying emotion. Mm. Darned if you do, darned if you don't, kind of thing. It just, I, I, I'm I, astounded at that because, oh, she gave me the. M- my
3: shivers. only complaint would have been that she didn't have enough. Strength. Enough to do, yes.
2: Yeah, yes. absolutely. She was
3: yes. very yes. singular dimension and she played it well, but boy, I would have loved to spend some more time. I love the timbre of her voice. Mm-hmm. I love Zoe Ashton's, uh, just like you were saying, her look. And her presence yeah. on stage, the fact that she's a, st- I-, I love it when stage actors come on screen. Right. Because the way they comport themselves, the way that they hold their physical body in some ways, mm-hmm. and the way that they speak, you can really think, wow, this person on stage would be a powerhouse. I would mm. love to see her in some mm-hmm. live performances. I just couldn't
2: get enough of her. Yeah. And, and again, her backstory, you know, PTSD deep grief. Yes. Yeah. And this deranged utter conviction of the rightness of her course of action. Yeah. Which ironically was exactly the sorts of things that Carol was displaying yeah. when she mm. went and did what she did. Good mm-hmm. point. Nice they're, yeah. they're like Heroing mirrors there. of each Twining. other. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. Totally. And in the opposite and the, and the too. very fundamental violence begets violence. Mm. Yeah. Right? And actions have consequences even if you're a superhero on the quote unquote good side. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, And where the tables turned, they might've found themselves in the same opposite positions. Right. I, I would think so. When
3: yeah, the, I when, so. when we have the flashback scene of the annihilator annihilating and we see Captain Marvel there with the glowing eyes and, you know, yeah. the sort of on fire persona, you really got the sense of like, Oh yeah. Right. This is, we, we got care. You know, we got her story. On the other side, well, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It was well, really great way to.
0: Yeah, her killing the universal intelligence or the supreme intelligence is like, um, it's like Sylvie and Loki killing the time. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Like she's doing mm-hmm. it. She's like, I want to set everyone free without fully thinking through all of the consequences, because the consequences. you don't know what the consequences are. Really, what you know, there's always going to be massive consequences.
2: So a little more than a touch of revenge there for Carol. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And understandably so she was kidnapped. She lost six years of her life. She didn't know who she was. They used her. And that incredible line from the movie, which made me stand up and cheer in the theater. (laughs) <laughs> I've been fighting my whole life with one hand tied behind I'm my back. Back. Mm-hmm. What happens when I'm finally free?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the women's movement in a nutshell, right there. Right. Period, yeah. paragraph, end of yeah. story. It was brilliant. And the flip side of that is your actions still have consequences.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I do have to say one thing that I... Hoped was in the movie and wasn't was any reference to the Ten Rings, <laughs> so we have <laughs> we have the Universal Weapon slash it's been previously called the Cosmorod. and so that was the same staff that was carried by Ronan the Accuser and Garbage I, the to call
2: I it the recognized cons- it. I recognized yeah. it. I was so proud of myself. What <laughs> <laughs> were well, you thing, saying, John?
1: I refuse Peter to Jesus. call it the cosmic rod because it's okay.
2: not. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm no. not going to go there. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no your your no.
1: exuberance is warranted. It, it's okay. <laughs> that's, that's needed. But
3: it is the no universal gods, weapon. Please. It is the really? universal yeah, yeah. weapon. Previously wielded by. by. Yeah. yeah.
4: By uh, Ronan the Accuser, yeah. By Ronan, Who is yes.
3: played by our favorite Lee Pace from Lee The Lee Pace. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Good point. Yeah. It yeah. yeah. was a, and- kind of a breakout role for Lee Pace, I believe. I think, so. Yeah. I think so. I think and, so. And then
2: Thranduil came along after
3: that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it was infused, it's purple energy because it was infused with energy from the Power Stone. Power and Stone. So it also has that pur- purple cosmic energy like the bangles. So right.
2: Ooh, bum, bum, bum. We saw,
0: yeah, we saw the first bangle in the Ms. Marvel and now we have found the second one. Um, so Jean, I don't know if you want to comics corner this a little bit or.
1: <laughs> i I don't because they're not the quantum bands. They're not the well, mega band. They
0: are calling them the quantum bands. I know but... they
1: are, but I'm
4: just <laughs> they didn't like ask John. Just You're voice, like, John, John.
1: Just like I'm not calling it the the cosmic rod. God. I am not doing it. I'm not. I'm not doing it until I get real firm confirmations that they are quantum bands. But because well, it's they, the whole... they did
0: change it to universal weapon. Yeah. Right.
1: So exactly. But because. Quantum bands to me is a whole other hero. It's a whole other mythology. Right. It's a whole other mm. backstory. So um, they could presumably, you know, recount some things, but up to this point, they haven't. So I'm hesitant to but, call it that yet.
0: What sure. about the negabands? Can they be in the negabands? Because Captain, Captain Marvel well, wielded the, those. Right. The original and they were Captain based Marvel. on the quantum bands. So the, original yeah, yeah. so the quantum bands yeah. were made for Quasar. So that's another char- uh, character. And yeah, it was made by Eon, which is one of the statues we saw in Thor uh, four and the mm-hmm. properties Hardlight. light. So um, yeah. And then the nega bands were later based on the quantum bands and these cause entanglement, which is what we see happening in this movie. Uh, so I feel like these two types of bands have emerged uh, and it also makes someone get trapped in the negative zone, but we have not seen the negative zone. Which, may, although maybe it's a nor dimension, which they didn't bring that up either. Right, they didn't bring so it up. In Ms. Marvel, there's a whole other dimension that they uh, introduce, huh. and yeah, they didn't bring it back.
1: Where the bands are, yeah. are supposedly from, the people right, who wield right. them, the beings right. who wield them are from this other dimension. Mm-hmm. This other the dimension, yeah. and you know, we commonly know them on Earth as Jin. So. Mm-hmm. Or the clandestines, yeah. Uh, Or the clandestines in in Ms. Marvel. That's what they they called
0: themselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: Um, mm -hmm. But again, the negabands were Captain Marvel. um, Carol Danvers had Captain Marvel powers, who was also a Kree warrior. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was one of the OP characters in Marvel in the 70s and 80s who died um, of cancer. Cancer took him out. But his power set was almost not exactly like Carol Danvers, but a lot of it is the flight, the superhuman strength, um, the endurance, the being able to survive in outer space. And he was also a Kree, right? So a lot of her background story Tangles with this mm-hmm. Captain Marvel from the comic books who we haven't seen or hasn't been mentioned in the MCU at all.
0: Right. Right. And that's what, uh, some of the, so we didn't tell the people that in my math rant, there was also a picture of a guy wearing uh, a make Marvel <laughs> m- male again. <laughs> um, yes. that, that's his complaint is, uh, it's exactly that we haven't seen that version of Captain Marvel.
1: Right. And um, it's not necessary to see in order to have Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. That's that's their entire point. You you don't have to go, you know, scene panel for panel, comic mm-hmm. book for comic book, story arc mm-hmm. to story arc in order to tell the stories that we're getting on screen. Um, right. So, yeah. I'm hesitant to, to, to link these things together at this moment, not saying that they won't be because now we've opened up the multiverse. Um, We Mm -hmm. have different timelines. We have different universes that are going to be explored in coming films and most likely TV shows. Um, So maybe we will get some of that entanglement. Entanglement. <laughs> if I can use yeah. that word, borrow that
3: word. That's the theme.
1: That's the You theme. took it right
2: out of the mouth, Sean, because I was <laughs> going to ask if instead of cosmic entanglement we've got comic entanglement.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yes, yes. So we'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see. So I'm,
3: go ahead, Alicia. I was just I gonna was just add to say a I question also- about Kamala.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, was I noticed that when she's not wearing the bangles, she's now still using her hard light. So does that mean mm. it just unlocked her power, her mutant yes. power, and now she can just do it? And That's I guess I it enhances it. it. That's how yeah. I took it. I took it. So that, that was really subtle.
3: Either. That was a really subtle thing that they yes. did in there. So if you're paying Definitely. attention, it. But if you're not paying attention, then it, it wouldn't matter. You miss it,
0: mm-hmm. right?
3: So, so you think they're really paving ground for for mutants?
0: Well, they already named her Mutant. Okay. In the TV in, show. Uh, in Ms. Marvel, yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. In her TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So that very is very now end. to, uh, to I think, a, a good uh, outcome of seeing this movie is that my spouse and I are going to uh, watch uh, that show. Oh, the, awesome. That's um, great. It's delightful. Um, You'll love it. Yeah. great.
4: Yeah. 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 Bob yeah. And, we, we and I adored it.
3: Friday night shows and, you know, you know, the things that we watch and we are kind of like in a little bit, we started to watch hijack the other night, but it's a little bit too much anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. And so Mm. I think this will be a a perfect thing to. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think that that's beautifully done. And that's also one of the great things about this interconnected MCU, uh, you know, this universe that they've created is that you can watch things out of order and then say, well, you know, now I'm curious about that character and I want to go learn more.
3: Yeah, and as long as they don't make them de- in a dependency way in terms of its sequencing and rollout, then yeah, you can roll back. Then I think that's that works well. So yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk a little yeah. bit about Hala and the Annihilator and the Supreme Intelligence. I know that that's a, a painful part of this movie, right? That's
0: the trauma, right? But it's, yeah, it's so realistic. It just reminds me of what? so many things from history when, like, so, when uh, someone comes in and means well or just is, like, clumsy and, and does by accident. Like, I think about Easter Island when a Dutch explorer, Jacob Ruechvein, mm-hmm. he came in uh, the 18th century and found this island and, um, you know, There were people there who had been isolated for a long time and had built this culture and had these statues, the famous statues that were protecting them. And then this European came on and used a gun and killed people dead. And then not only that, you know, leave behind, um, left behind disease that they hadn't been exposed to before. And then suddenly there's civil war and they've overturned their religion and they've cut down uh, all of their you know, greenery and, uh, it just, yeah, you just don't realize when you're, you think you're doing something simple or, you know, when, uh, in Afghanistan during the cold war, you know, you think, okay, we're going to block Russia. We're going to help this other group, uh, rise. And you don't realize that other groups are Taliban and, you know, just how well you can think I'm intervening in a useful way and make things worse.
2: My first question is always, did they ask you?
0: Yeah, well. But
2: of course, that's not considered in these kinds of situations of Mm -hmm. culture clash and power imbalances.
1: No, I I think both did they ask you and what are the unintended consequences are valid. I also think that Carol's reason was just as valid. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I have to I have to say the Kree, as we as we've seen them on screen are not blameless they are uh, they are uh, a spacefaring mm-hmm. war mongering culture oh, yeah the supreme intelligence they're not
0: hobbits you know yeah. they're
1: not <laughs> the supreme intelligence is about conquering as much space for the Kree civilization as possible mm mm-hmm. They are very much, uh, I don't want to say a a negative, but they are very much, you know,
0: they're They're not not, the good guys.
1: They're they're not
0: the good guys in the comics hardly. They're
1: they're not. They're they're not the good guys. There Mm -hmm. are some Cree who are good. Of course, there are the people who, you know, live on these worlds who have, you know, they just live on these worlds. They go about their lives. They do what they're going to do. But, and that's always a, a greater question of, you know, what do the people who just live, what role do they have in what their government or their military or whatever you want to call it, what role do they have in, in that, right? Because people mm-hmm. who suffer are oftentimes not the people who are making the decisions.
2: Exactly, Jean. I mean, if you have supreme power and you're going to exercise it, you have to think about the consequences of so-called tidying up loose ends, which is right. kind of what it was from the end of the Captain Marvel movie to this point. You know, you think, you again, she made a statement, you know, tell them I'm coming to finish it. That statement she followed yeah. through on. Yeah, but she had very personal motivations for doing so.
4: Right, right.
2: And she just didn't think about next steps.
1: Right, right. She didn't think what would happen to a Cree civilization without the Supreme Intelligence, who's been ruling them for over exactly. uh, for thousands of years.
2: Mm-hmm. And all they know is warfare. All they all know they, yes. is at least that's how they're presented to us. Obviously, there are families there. There are of course, yeah, other forms yes. of civilization. They do a neat line in weapons. I su- expect they probably have some good metalworking going on, or something like that, right? I mean, there is—well, this is an obvious statement, isn't it? There's no such thing as purely good or purely. Evil. And if you're holding yourself, I mean, that's kind of what Loki figured out in the end, I think. So you—you have—it's not that Carol had quote-unquote bad intentions, but it was kind of the—I hate the word purity. But she had a very, let's call it, a mono outlook, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a very simplistic, simplistic view, agreed, agreed. of mm-hmm. this planet and this culture and all the rest of it. And she had seen the scrolls, and it was guilt. I mean, it was just yeah. guilt that she had contributed to the suffering of the scrolls for yes. so long. Yes, mm-hmm. and now she realizes, I'm like, gosh, I'm visiting exactly the same thing upon these people that I was punishing for, for Mm -hmm. visiting on another group of people. Right.
3: Yeah. And that's, Um, I think it's an important point on, on guilt. When you, when you act out of guilt, as opposed to using your feeling of guilt to say, I've got some work to do here. I've got some repair work to do here. Let mm -hmm. me stop. Let me acknowledge. Let me ask. How can I, these are the things I would like to do to make it right or whatever. But when Mm -hmm. you blindly react emotionally from that guilty place, Usually doesn't end very well. That's you know right. what we say right. here. I,
2: I think she's being fueled by her guilt about how she had been complicit, yeah. for six years in mm-hmm. the destruction of the people right. or the attempted at destruction of the people, right. and, I, and, I and think- that just flipped and led her down to, to exactly A bit the same more bad decisions. Thing. Yeah, pretty much.
1: And I think also you know her her decision to destroy the Supreme Intelligence was to placate her own feeling exactly. it wasn't mm-hmm. about what you know what was right for the scrolls right right it wasn't about you know the stop the massacre of scrolls right populace. right populapulce no. no right it was you did this to me and now you're going to pay for it
3: mm-hmm. right and yeah. that
1: was mm-hmm. the motivation behind what she did what she failed to do was to Actually, help the scrolls. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Find a new
3: world,
1: maybe.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she failed to do. But okay, so we got the one reference to Secret Invasion in the entire uh, movie yes.
3: is... <laughs> I was thinking about you guys when, the, uh, when they were on the on the planet yeah. there. Yeah. So almost-
0: we finally see, they talked about Gravix referred to uh, Emperor Drog and and they made yep. it sound like it was yeah. a terrible place to be in that colony, but that colony that was really was nice. Why really isn't nice. everyone there? Yeah, like exactly. On the rest of the planet? Why, what's wrong with I this mean, planet? I this there's planet there's a looks now
4: really with no air, me.
1: but yeah. I mean, now it has no air. That's a
0: little
1: problem. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it had but, air when we first got there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ben <laughs> no, took
1: the air away.
0: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see had... any Dermot Mulrooney's trying to kill you. Yeah, you know? I mean, come on <laughs> it's, it's, Unless
2: it was just that one little tiny section that was inhabitable, and all the rest. Yeah, of yeah maybe.
1: Well, okay, oh, all, sure all right, okay, okay. That that could be. I
2: could. Yeah, I can make up stories. That could be. That could it. be it. But, but it, it looks nice.
0: Yeah, I did genuinely pull at my heartstrings and like had me holding my breath and feeling tension and, and feeling really like wanting to scream at them when, you know, all the air was being sucked away and they had to leave without yeah. everybody. That was a really yeah. emotional sequence. And that was emotional for,
1: you know, Kamala, Kamala, you know what I mean? It, it, yes. it, it was yeah. emotional for her to to witness, you know, her hero turn her back mm-hmm. on on, you know, saving people. Well, Saving lives.
2: Well, it was something of a military decision.
1: Of know? course, yes.
2: You can't save you can't him, save everybody. So you save who you can, but you leave when you have to. But and as, as a hero, save, something like that.
1: As a hero, yes. you try to save every single life, and that's what of she was looking do. at.
2: She I was looking understand.
1: at this like totally the opposite. This is not a military. And
0: maybe with her bangle, she could have. That's what I was wanting to scream. At. <laughs> like, Use the bangle. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting.
3: And that goes um, back to conversations that, you know, with Captain America and yeah. Tony Stark about making the hard call. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, mm-hmm. you know, back to Spider-Man and responsibility <laughs> and, you know, uh, with uh, Loki, with glorious purpose, yeah. all of these things where when you're faced with this stuff, and I think it was a real growth moment for uh, Kamala to see, I mean, they left a lot of people when the ship takes mm-hmm, off and the camera mm-hmm. and the animation back. A lot. Like, there's a lot of people down a there. A and a lot. you know, when you talk about, you know, growing up in America and Jersey City and a Pakistani family and the trauma that you know that those people are carrying, that it rings, right? It really yeah. rings. And it rung for me, for her, in that sense of like, oh. Damn, this isn't all just fun and games. This right, is real. Right. This is mm. her. This is her family story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you'll see when you watch, you know, this yeah. Marvel. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes. This is Definitely. This is
1: very much a story that hits home to her, like having to leave people behind. Right. right. This is something that is very real to her being, because mm-hmm. that's part of her family history. Right. Yeah. And it's um. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it was really good stuff that was it was really yeah. good stuff
0: and yeah and that was the only secret invasion i know uh i know david and jean you guys especially were really hoping that we would really yeah. just delve into that plot some yeah. <laughs> Alicia. yeah
3: yeah, yeah, yeah Alicia, i'll tell you something i think there it was they just put the blinders on, and then they just yeah. paid no attention to it and no forward but but gotcha.
0: is it gonna have consequences in the future because okay, so we got that Valkyrie cameo, which we have to talk about, but then oh, she ends up that. she's yes. taking she's taking this group of scroll refugees to New Asgard, I guess, but I guess New Asgard is also in trouble because President Ritson said he's going after everyone born off the planet right, right so Unless right in, like in as the shows.
3: Mm-hmm. Sorry, Marilyn.
2: Uh, unless you look like Asgardians, and then maybe you get a pass. Right, maybe. a lot of they can very pass. fertile yeah. potential there. Yes, mm-hmm. no yes. Because they
0: look godly, yeah. Because
2: <laughs> if hot. they decide to go there, it'll be interesting, you yeah. know. Okay, so
3: Valkyrie's cameo, which was great. I mean, it was great to see Tessa Thompson. She looked good. <laughs> she was oh,
2: smart. Oh, baby. <laughs> but it was the biggest <laughs> yeah.
3: WTF moment for me. I was thinking, I knew. I, I could headcanon it together, but then I was just thinking about my spouse sitting next to me going, do I explain <laughs> anything
0: about right. this? Because it was just <laughs> – What the uh, hell? The Bif- was that uh, the yeah. Bifrost?
4: Yeah, yeah, it was the Bifrost.
0: Yeah. I mean, but that's – Okay, so it makes sense that she would travel there by Bifrost, but then, yeah, sure. I can see – if you're like, who is that? Did it bother your wife that she didn't know? No, who, no, who she, who was was? Like, <laughs> yeah. she was like, whatever. <laughs> she was like, I don't need. To. She She's called a friend. the friend. Person taking them to, yeah. Yeah, she called the friend.
1: Yeah, she called yeah. somebody that she yeah. knew yeah. to help out. And so
0: Carol out. knew Valkyrie. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but we okay. don't. That hasn't been like. Do know how and why. I mean, they they met, I guess, in Endgame, but (laughs) but (laughs) oh, fair point. Okay, but there has been, I have to say, part of the women's brigade. Yeah, Yeah, there's been some fan shipping about you know wanting them to be a a Uh, couple. Okay, and it feels like they did give a little nod to that with like that cheek kiss, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh But then. You know, they, there is, they finally started to get China to show Marvel movies again. So you see them every time there's going to be, you know, LGBT represent, representation on screen. They pull back. You know, they're right. just like, okay. right. uh, you can have a kiss on the head or a kiss on the cheek. Right. So, yeah, we'll so see. So pointless. Mm-hmm. So pointless. Although, you know, when I was looking at the box office numbers, China accounts for a lot of it.
3: <sighs> yeah, mm. right. It really Which goes. is why...
0: Forget, forget that, because uh, the Chinese people who want to see it will just will just pirate it anyway. Right, uh, absolutely. And, yeah. and get Great. that money from women. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> right, there you go. There you go. Even gay women. Oh, yeah, I exactly. I know. Did you know that that's a whole demographic? A Whole. <gasps> demographic. I am shocked. Shocked. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I don't know so all I'm right. curious to see if that goes anywhere if Gaia pops up again and you know all that stuff yeah. there's got to be fun else yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well kids I, kids. I loved
2: your pointing out I loved your pointing out that Gaia and Monica played together as kids I, yeah,
0: that's yeah, a very right. good yeah. catch yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. people should right.
2: remember that maybe
0: yeah uh, hopefully we'll hope have to hopefully to that, that comes back
2: that.
3: Yeah. yeah seriously alright should we sing about Aladna for a little bit <laughs>
0: This was one of my oh, favorite parts of the great. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but was it Bollywood Aladdin? <laughs> yes. That's it okay. Very,
2: very
3: my, so my, my spouse, she was she was like, Oh Bollywood, this is cool.
0: <laughs> and yeah. she dug it, you know? Yeah. So Well it comes but right it from was the kind of a mashup, I think. Yeah.
2: Bollywood c- and, and
0: um yeah. and a Thousand
2: and One Nights.
0: Exactly. In the comics, it's called it was, Adna. No, Right, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're not subtle. But in the comics, it's a rhyming planet. Everyone speaks in rhyme. Yes. so
1: Yeah. I'm I'm ha- happy they chose singing because <laughs> right right the they would start rapping I'd have been like ah, <laughs> you know ah. you know. <laughs> I don't think you guys should be doing this one here you know? I mean I, do,
0: I don't even think Monica should be rapping no exactly. I'm, I'm,
1: everybody Seriously. the whole movie that's what I'm saying <laughs> Yeah, so yeah I'm glad they, they chose singing it, it was a cool piece I thought it was really it was really fun you know what I will be honest I heard about it I did not think I would enjoy it Mm -hmm. and I watched it. It made sense and I was totally, totally enthralled by it.
3: They did a good job at folding and bringing these pieces together. So, cause we don't know what they shot and we know part of the MCU process is Mm. to reassemble the Lego pieces in post and, it, i think yeah maybe we're missing some stuff from here but at yeah. the same time yeah we know however there they, was backlash
0: against this part yeah right so but it. even
3: regardless of how they managed for that it did like you say Jean i think it felt whole and seamless i didn't yeah. i didn't feel jarred out of the storyline
1: not at all not at all and um i really i thought it was cool i thought the the piece when when cal says he's bilingual
0: was that got such a, a big yeah, laugh in my theater. The, that was just there was the, also an audible was, gasp from the women behind me when Prince Dion walked out.
3: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, is this uh, this guy strutting his stuff here yeah. with his yeah. little wing thing here? I was like, yeah. oh, all right. All right. And I'll be interested
1: to see if, if, if we go back, um, uh-huh. if they play, if, if they follow anything about the comic, uh, mm in the representation of death civilization, which would be really, uh, which would be really cool. Which yeah. Would be yeah. Really
0: cool. Well, this felt like it would, cause that if anyone wants to know how Carol became married to him, that's just like straight up a, a story from the comics. You can just yeah. read it. Yeah. Um, and in this, it just follows right up on that. Uh, but I, one of my only complaints about the movie is the fact that, we don't find out what happened to them. I'm like, is the planet okay? How much water yeah. did they yeah. 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 put up on the okay. Like, I need to know. Exactly. Each- I, hope we go <laughs> back. I was expecting a
2: splashdown and a huge right. tsunami. Right. And, and, you know, all kinds of
1: Like, I'm, I really yeah. want them to chaos. go back. I, I, I want them to go back to sea. Um, yeah, exactly. And explore a bit of this civilization a little bit more. Because I think um, people will really dig it. To see it on screen, yeah. especially if they stay somewhat truish to to the comic, I think it would be really mm-hmm. cool to watch how that interplays we'll with you know the characters
4: that we have.
2: Uh, I was I was a little weirded out at first, but I just said, "All right, I'll go with it." Go with it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was fun. It was colorful. Yeah, I'm a musician, yeah. Mm-hmm, so yeah, just go with. it. But I it did bring up a question for me. <clears throat> I had a vague notion that. Kamala's scarf was something that appeared in the first graphic novel. Is that right? Yes. Does anybody? Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> Maryland. Internet <laughs> points, yeah. internet points here. Because we're talking a long time ago. <laughs> <enough. laughs> <laughs> we're talking eight years ago. It's part of her um, costume. Yeah. It's part of her costume, but she didn't seem to recognize that it was a weapon until Jan says, use the yeah. scarf.
4: Right. <laughs>
2: and suddenly it's something like clicking. oh, right. Scarf. Right. There was something.
0: So okay, good. They I'm, also I'm, had a call, really chuffed. <laughs> they had a call back to Monica's first Captain Marvel uh, costume, where she had Captain, like that yeah. white, fluffy wing thing. Spectrum. And as they're walking uh, out, she's like, "This is too much, right?" And just throws it away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was totally cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Speaking uh, of cute.
0: <laughs> 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 meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How uh, okay? So, like Aladna, I guess, is my second favorite sequence, and yeah, the Flurkins, the Flurkin nest. <laughs> <laughs> we had first. They kept talking about how you know. I was like, "Why is everyone fat shaming goose?" <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> goose is <was laughs> pregnant. Yeah. And then we got those squishy eggs of cuddly cuteness. <laughs> yeah, but this, they were
2: coming from outer space.
0: Yeah, that. Was, uh, that well,
2: don't try to explicate the mystery of Flurkins, right? I mean, right. that's yeah, probably what yeah. they are. But it seems now that it's been confirmed that Flurkins are parthenogenic as well as containing undetectable extension charms inside them. Right?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> just wanted to clear that up. Okay. They're mini uh, fuzzy TARDISes. They're bigger than yeah, Yes, so I was right? going to say. Oh, yeah, they okay.
2: dimensional
3: <laughs> yeah. beings of some
0: yeah. kind or something. True, this is sci-fi, not man,
3: that, uh, what,
1: what What is that in, the, in Foundation? The, the, oh, the, the,
0: the yeah. Oh, the yeah. The, vault? the vault. The vault. Yeah, yeah they. The the, like, the yeah, the, yeah, the, the vault. Like, the vault. They're they're furry vaults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go with Tardis. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this the sequence was a gift that kept on giving. Like every time, every time we heard, "Please stop running and let the flirkin eat you," the entire no. theater just like doubled over laughing harder. Like, <laughs> yeah. and again, this in this we have
3: a singing planet. We have. Flerkins consuming people and this sort of ridiculous uh, uh, ploy to save the remaining people. Cause of the pods, we don't have enough pods, all of that, all of that could have been terribly stupid and could have <laughs> tanked the movie. And but however they did it, it inverted it. And the theater I was in, which, you know, granted had a dozen people, Everybody was laughing. Everybody yeah. was having a good time with it. And it was really I, I, how they pulled all of this off with the, the shifting places, with the con family, the singing planet flurkins, and still having a Marvel style, you know, beat the bad, uh, beat the bad guy story. It's still, they, they made it work and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we have mm-hmm.
1: to, you know, not only shut out the cast, but also Nia DaCosta,
4: especially Absolute. on sure.
3: the, on the heels And the of, editors, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, whether the, the know. writers he worked, worked well together. The, yeah. Scene, yeah. the, the writers, writers. Yeah. you yeah. know, and that's, Takes you know, that's village. something
1: that we have to you know, recognize, <laughs> especially yeah. given the, like the vitriol that she's gotten as a director. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Or surrounding Seriously. this movie. Um, yeah, just really, really great stuff. Really good stuff. Not everybody just, can pull that off. and they, nope, did it. they cannot. They did it. So
3: they really did some work to set up the this incursion stuff,
0: right, Alicia? Mm-hmm. We got some secret right. war thing. What's... Can you Right, so so we've been seeing more and more of these incursions uh, in the, the last Doctor Strange movie, in the last uh, Spider-Man movie, so this is where the two different realities touch each other, and we've been warned that it can lead to total collapse. And so we know that the big Avengers movie to end this phase is going to be Secret Wars, which is, I mean, I, not to get too spoilery, but it's just basically when all of the worlds just start massively colliding and... Uh, all chaos breaks loose. And why oh, the war secret? <laughs> Sounds
2: like a pretty big reveal to me. To <laughs> Maybe an it's too much of a spoiler. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've yeah.
2: already had a secret invasion. Yes, we exactly. <laughs> like that very much. <laughs> 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 They're changing the title.
1: <laughs> so the, the original Secret Wars was, was uh, uh, a being called the Beyonder who took different um, heroes and villains and set them up on a world where he could watch them do battle with each other for the fate of the universe. Um, the incursion storyline, which is, you know, universes coming together and, and totally um, <laughs> being obliterated, like the, entire, the entirety of existence. And there are extra dimensional beings, the beyonders, who are um, behind this, uh, this spectacle. Um, And the Secret Wars was uh, an outshoot of what was going on. Um, Once those entire dimensions were, entire universes were destroyed, um, there were several pockets, like one major region was being kept for the entirety of everything that Marvel um, comics had. It was like Mm. one world, one just one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um that was saved from being wiped out. And that's where we get all this other stuff from.
2: Just like us and embla being tucked away in Yggdrasil. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout Ragnarok. So yeah. that when all the dust had settled. Yeah. You could start all over. Yeah.
0: Well, we have Basically. to wonder Loki's Yggdrasil, what's how that's gonna play into this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 So
0: definitely. They've and done a lot of the work. What if the watcher? Yeah.
1: They've done a lot of the work that, you know, we've been asking. Uh, everybody's mm-hmm. been saying, oh, tell us what's coming. We want to, you know, that's what Marvel used to do. They used to give us, yeah. you know, hints and, and they used to tell well, us, you know, we've things. <laughs> well, they're telling you pretty clearly what's,
3: yeah. what's happening,
1: right. you know. So about-
3: we have a clarification question. We have timelines and dimensions, and those are you could have multiple timelines in a dimension. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like the branching timelines are basically creating, those are the different multiverse options, you know? So some of them are very near, very Mm -hmm. like close to, and look almost the same. Like for instance, the uh, Netflix daredevil universe and the MCU daredevil universe are very, very close to each other. And then other ones are just completely different. Like, Uh, well, we're going to talk in a minute about the credit scene, but where uh, obviously the X-Men have some sway. (laughs) Okay. And, and, you know, and and I think probably it looks like um, in a bunch of other universes, um, Maria Rambeau became Captain Marvel or, you know, some other version of that rather than Carol Danvers because that event just happened differently. So it's a branch timeline.
1: It's a different universe. There, there's a,
0: right, but the brand timeline to, is also a different universe, right?
1: So we're going to have to, they're going to have to explain these these sorts of things because they haven't done yeah. that yet. Because
0: yeah, they have to line up the language, right,
1: right? Because the timelines, I can say it's a different timeline from this universe, right? From the main but universe no, that like, I'm sent That's what I'm saying. But like, it's a different universe if it's a
0: different timeline. Mm. In, in the MCU, <laughs> so I mean, they didn't, they Alicia, didn't we're about to
1: nerd off. Music. We're gonna nerd off
0: over here. <laughs> I'm telling
1: you right now. We're gonna nerd off over here. I'm just
4: giving you a <laughs> the, warning. The way
2: they the way they handled it in Loki was all the different branching timelines were not just in the same universe; they were in the same world.
0: Right. Right. And what I do mean, you mean the that's same part world?
2: Fusion. Oh, I mean well, they, they were. Yeah, all... they all
0: took place like on Earth on Midgard. Right. Yeah. Right. So
1: maybe that's where some of the confusion lies. So we'll we'll um, have to clean that
0: stuff up. Yeah, no, I we'll mean I guess they they need to they need to make this clearer also and and show because I think that Loki and the Watcher are now in very similar positions.
1: I I don't think so.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and right. I don't know <laughs> who the watcher is. I don't think so. so. Yeah, he's the a being. Yeah. Just like the oh, name yeah.
1: says, really quickly. Just like the name says, he watches.
2: Well, I get it. That's all. Yeah, right. he's, he's watching everything. He's Every, watching. That's, that's everywhere. But all he's
1: not universes. keeping it all together, though.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm. Just no, right.
1: he's keeping it all together.
0: Right. 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 That's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, let's and, wrap uh, up the keeping it all together. Keeping it all together is Monica who for some reason has to be on the other side of the rift to close it. And yeah, it was a mm. genuinely, uh, you know, bittersweet ending to the movie, even though we know she's still alive. Um, we got to see so much development with Carol and Monica's relationship in that short time. Yeah. Yeah. And we do have a loss here now, though, too, yeah. you're talking about,
3: you know, gaining power and strength through mm. not trauma, but we, right. we do end up with a trauma here. So Right. Yeah.
0: But then they gain a new house. I, I, wait, the cons are no longer in Jersey City. This is sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: See,
0: I didn't pick yeah. that up at
2: all.
3: I thought the brother. Yeah. I thought the mom was getting the brother to. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't
2: think okay.
0: the
1: con. I don't
3: think the
1: con. It's
0: except just from okay. Amir.
1: I think Amir. Amir. Is yeah.
0: All right. No, but, and then but, so he and Carol are going to share a house.
2: I don't know. Th- No. (laughs)
0: Because Carol,
2: I thought that Carol was taking care of the house until either Monica or or Maria come back.
0: But they needed a new house, the cons, because their house got destroyed in the fight. It did.
2: Well, there is that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't need a house until he gets a wife. Well, he has a wife.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, We don't uh, know uh, that. (laughs) You know, he
2: could have been calling a boyfriend. Yeah.
3: The one thing I'll say about this final scene, though, too, this final, final, that final scene was I'm sure glad they didn't try to fly that plane because the things been oh, sitting yeah. for so You're long. Right. Time.
4: No right. safety right. checks, <laughs> the fuel,
3: right. you know, blah, blah, blah.
2: Like, <laughs> Get rid of the squirrel's right. nest exactly. that was in there. Exactly. Do air. not go around here in that thing. No, 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 no. But
0: <laughs> I mean, it's also interesting that they're in Louisiana, which is where the new Captain Marvel is. I mean, sorry, America, America. is. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you that's have right. to wonder if they're lining that up, uh, for some reason. Mackie, mm-hmm. yeah, I scum.
4: know, I know.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> <have to> going
1: <laughs> talk about it. I mean, sure funny. enough, he'll be
3: here. It's like- okay,
0: mm, credit scene. Now, was there two? No, well, one is there. Were, it's going to be two credit scenes, but they just made one like the final scene of the movie. But it okay, kind right, of serves right with as the Young a
3: Avenger credit. thing, which is right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't have to make. To sit through the entire thing. So, right. There's right. just a short song at
0: the end for anyone yeah. who sat through the whole thing. Right. But yeah, it did yes. feel
3: very, the Young Avenger thing did feel very like it should have been a post credit Stinger thing, right? It, right, it, it exactly. It felt that. Yeah. So I'm glad that they put it there. Okay. So,
0: yeah. And so Kamala, she was basically doing exactly what Nick Fury did uh, in like the very first post credit scene. Or mid credit mm-hmm. scene. I, I thought that that scene was hilarious. I found this under my couch, <laughs> <laughs> and
3: it was a great callback because at the beginning she was like, "Oh, is that the yeah?" She was she was marveling at it, right? So it yeah,
0: perfect. exactly. So yeah. to speak, yes, marveling. Yeah, at I
3: know. You're right, I know. right,
4: right. I heard what you did there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So this is based on some comics since 2005. Yeah. I, who do you think, obviously the team's going to be a bit different in the comic than in the comics. Who do you, are you expecting on the team? Like, okay. So we know we've got Kamala. We know we've got, um, Kate, Kate Bishop. Bishop okay. And we know, and they also mention Cassie Lang, Stature, right. Ant-Man's kid. So who else are you hoping shows up on the team out of the people that we've seen?
1: Um, Eli Bradley, who we saw in, yeah. in Captain America and, and with the Falcon. What, what is the well, it ended. It
0: ended being called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier they Soldier, changed right. the credits at the end.
1: Yeah. Right. So that. Uh, so Eli Bradley is you know a character who was in the original comic, um, Young Avengers. Young Avengers is a wild comic. There are a lot of tie-ins to a lot of uh, characters that we've seen in mm-hmm. the MCU and in the TV shows um, right? because you have a, a young um, Kang who comes back in time to try to prevent his older um, self from taking over. <laughs> right. It's, it's right. a wild trip. Um, we have,
0: but some people think that Harley Keener, the kid who was an Iron Man three and also showed up at Tony Stark's funeral. Some people think that he might be slotted into the Ireland iron lad spot. How would you feel about that?
1: I wouldn't like that. No. But then I would have to watch it and see if I like mm-hmm, it. But
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't want that because I think um the Iron Lad character means a lot to the to the comics and they would have to do really good stuff with with changing his um background in order for it to work for me. So yeah. I'm not open to it, but I'm open to watching it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: There's so many people who had no clue who that kid was at, at Stark's funeral. No, right, right. Like, there has Completely to be a forgotten.
0: reason there has to be a reason that they brought him back in and he's like the yeah. only one we've seen Tony Stark directly mentor in that way. Like obviously there was Spider Man, but he's already hmm. his own thing. Yeah. Who else? We
1: have to go at at some point we have to talk about, you know, Wanda and and Visions yeah. children. Um, uh,
0: Billy Maximoff is uh cast in the Agatha Harkness show, whatever oh, we're calling it, Dark okay, Diaries. Okay.
1: Okay, I did not know that. That's that's pretty cool. Um
0: yeah, a teenage version. Great. Like great. eighteen, so, I think. Yeah.
1: So he he's a, a member, he's called Wiccan in, in the mm-hmm. comics. Um and so then Speed
0: can't be far behind his brother.
1: Is exactly. Um the children of Scarlet Witch, um and mm-hmm. Vision. Um Yeah, I I think those uh, saw
0: Kid Loki in uh, Loki and uh, we saw America Chavez uh, who can portal between dimensions in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Sounds like it could be useful. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess I guess Yelena Belova, she's going to be too busy with Thunderbolts, but Riri Williams could be and Scar, the Hulk's Hulk's kid, we met at the end of She-Hulk. And love from Thor four and the well, other I from hope not too. Astral. I hope not <laughs>
1: <laughs> to keep love out. What
0: about what about Phyla from the end of um, Guardians of the Galaxy three?
1: Um, again, Phyla, Jell, you know she she is Quasar in certain comics. So right, I mean, there's a there's a whole lot of connective tissue going on with the characters and name dropping different things. Yeah. I just have to see, we we all just have to see how they come a, come across it. But I think Riri, like you said, um, America Chavez, uh, the the children of, of Vision and Wanda, um, the three who we already know of from this movie, Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. um, Stature, and Kate mm-hmm. Bishop, um, can actually really do something around those right. characters forming uh, the next version of the Avengers.
3: Right, you guys are breaking my brain with this
1: stuff. <laughs> no, know. it's a lot. You're All right.
0: these yeah. IP yeah. universes. It's a lot. It's head, a lot. Man.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot. There's Talk a lot of characters. I am excited
0: about Kamala leading it, right? Yeah, like don't you guys sure. if if we tell you Kamala's leading this group of kids, do you want to see it? I'm I mean, kids yeah, yeah. like uh, and I too.
2: Yeah. I would be very happy. Even though I'm completely at sea. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Although
0: I, I nobody said young T'Challa, and I definitely want to put it in a plug. For you, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's on nope. the young side, but I, I, I want him to stick around and grow up and fall in love with a young Aurora Storm, and we've been through this. <laughs> <Aurora
3: Monroe>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we talk about Kelsey Grammer now?
0: <laughs> yes, yes, no, yes, like, yes, 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 like, yes. My yes, wife yes. turned to me and <laughs> was like, "Were well, you, is you that surprised, Grammer?" <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> Beast, Beast is back. Um, yeah, I was so I mean, I actually already knew about it before I saw it, but I was so like excited to see him. He is one of my favorite Marvel uh, X-Men castings of all of them. So I was really so glad not to see him. Back. As
2: in Beauty and the
0: Right. As in <laughs> one of the, I, I, the the blue I figured
2: that was not the case, but yeah. yeah.
0: The big blue guy. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He's a very strong, very scientist. Yeah, well, see, he reminded me of Bruce Banner. So, mm, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's that's fair. Yeah, that but is he's fair. more. He's more like he's he's like Professor Hulk. Right. Yes. Yeah. He's more refined. And, uh, you know, when he's not fighting, then he's very, you know, held together. He's Kelsey Grammer. He's free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So well, somebody
2: starts singing a tale as old as time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if we didn't already know
3: that X Men was on the slate, we now, now we have know. a right. full, clear right. green light. Yeah. The, yes. the light is lit. Yeah. The, the lamp is lit.
1: I mean, they gave us yes. Professor X, yeah. right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: And with the X. They gave us, and in, in Doc, Doctor Strange is a multiverse of madness. We yeah. got to see Professor X. Now we get to see Beast, um, Binary. He was also, you know, in, in mm-hmm. comics. Some comics is a mutant. Yeah, um,
0: yeah Maria so, uh, Rambo. Yeah.
1: Right. So it's very clear the direction that the MCU is headed. Um, the mutants are on their way. Um, what that means, I'm excited to see Fantastic Four. We get all of these, you know, space faring stories. Um, I'm really just it made me happy to see that end credit scene. It made, me uh-huh. really, yeah. it made me really happy to see it because it's the culmination. I can, as a fan, I've been wanting these characters to inhabit the same worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now knowing that Deadpool potentially is going to end Fox's uh, foray mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. into
1: this universe, and mm-hmm. these characters can now inhabit the the universe that we all um, love is really refreshing. And it's really nice to see that play out like, OK, yeah, this is coming. You guys have been waiting patiently yeah. and this is finally happening and we're going to acknowledge that it's happening. We're not going to speak in innuendo and in code. We're going to be very clear about it. And
3: Right. Right.
1: Which is what, again, people have been saying they've been missing from Marvel,
3: We need a strong direction. We need a clear, strong direction. Where are you taking us? Where's the story going? Yeah, that
0: works. And we we have some support for my theory that uh, Monica is a mutant because, okay, so Maria as binary in this universe doesn't have a daughter, which was sad for Monica. But she's obviously, she is a mutant, this version. You know, she's a version of Captain Marvel that got the powers of a white hole. um, And so if Monica's her daughter i think yeah the mutant gene must be genetic and so now Manibakan mutant confirmed who i don't know sorry <laughs> kamala's mother <laughs> okay <laughs> i want I kamala's mother to be a mutant right i, I, I don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah. no but but i am excited i do you think um we're going to see we're going to see uh, monica in deadpool 3
1: I mean, Alicia, this is Sunday afternoon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking the brain. Oh, man.
2: Man. Well, mine was gone a long time ago, so I to put it in a request for all the other listeners who might just have their eyeballs twirling right now. Can you put in the show notes a uh, suggestion for not the entire three series of each of these different characters, but some reliable place to read up so I know from oh yeah absolutely and, and, and yes. I mean that completely. Yes. I
3: know a good podcast you could check in every once in a while <laughs> that explains. <displays laughs> well I
2: do stuff. you see so maybe maybe this is a suggestion for your future <laughs> podcast yeah
3: we'll give you some so. we'll get you some reading
1: stuff Definitely. A,
2: give us some love and yeah. on, and you know to set
0: us up for when all these
2: things okay start to happen. okay
0: <laughs> I just want to point out two more things. Okay. One is that um, this binary version of Maria was wearing both quantum bands. So that yes. was interesting. Oh, did yeah. not catch that. Yeah. Oh. Um, and also Beast referenced Charles, yep, uh, Professor I X. So that means he's that. still alive. So that means this must not be um, not the, universe no. 838, which no. was the universe in Doctor Strange because uh, yeah. Yeah, Wanda him there
1: yeah so it's not the same universes they're not
0: right yeah and someone pointed out that the music there was music playing from the score of days of future past so this must be like the <laughs> so universe in thick there, Deadpool they? 3 yeah. play out huh.
2: yeah what what happens when a parallel universe marries a, a branching time <laughs> <I> they, <laughs> they explode they yeah. Adopt- Adopt- yes,
1: yes
3: yes 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 everything goes yeah. All right. Well, we've got a couple pieces of feedback, so let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'm going to ask Marilyn to paraphrase her own email. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) And we're back. Okay, so let's spend a little time with feedback. We've got a couple of emails. I did chat with Dork of the Ninjas. He wanted to get a voicemail in, but wasn't able to see the movie because of life reasons or whatever, but he's going to send one in later, so we'll hope to hear from his point of view. We've got uh, Alchalant and Ken, but first in the queue was Marilyn And I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling. (laughs) This is a good one. But it's all
2: gold. (laughs) Yes. Well, Well, how many times did y'all say that you expected me (laughs) to write in? We did.
3: we
4: did. lay we some did. things you down. Did. So
2: now you're complaining. Lay it dude. down.
3: Lay it lay it on. Us. <laughs> this is the Lore Hounds. We go, lay it go it on. on. It. We go deep. We go deep. We That's go deep. That's right. So can you uh, might as well just sort of summarize paraphrase? You sort of lead us through the And this was for Loki, right? This was This is for
2: Loki, yeah. Right. The finale in the show is all my two <laughs> favorite lines most purpose is more burden than glory. Hmm. And there's no comfort. You just choose your burden. Right. And that's kind of the stuff we were talking about today, too, with Carol and stuff. And I don't want to puff myself, but I was pretty clear from episode five, if not even before, that Loki would have to be the one to resolve it all because he's a god. And Mm. the very first time when it came up that somebody should go and, you know, do the mechanical magic to fix all this, um, Mobius first said, Loki, you should do this. And Loki said, ah, no way, right? So, it's part of his arc. He wasn't quite ready to do it at that point.
3: Right. But I yeah. just said,
2: who else can? I mean, that's ridiculous. And, well, Sylvie. So, Sylvia certainly wasn't going to work She to had it.
3: negative motivation.
2: Well, and moreover, she never felt like a god in the slightest. No. Right. It, it right. wasn't her perception of herself, right. except insofar as she could travel from apocalypse to apocalypse and survive. Um, And... You could also say that it was her intransigence that meant that Loki would have to be the hero, hmm. and he was the one who changed. It was it was his arc. Now I think back to the twenty twelve Loki, who compelled a whole square full of people to kneel to him. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I look at this Loki who was doing all that he can to save his human friends, and I'm I'm just astonished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just really, what really a rocked arc. To see what he had been done doing and where he where he arrived at. Um, it was for me personally a weakness that so many things had to be explained or relied on prior knowledge. I mean, I had to, had to listen to a superior podcast in order to understand (laughs) it all. It's kind of like needing to read two books before you can begin to understand Jane Joyce's Ulysses, right? I mean, a little more explicit could have been useful, but on the other hand, that would have spoiled it for so many people who, you know, knew what exactly was going on and could have written the scripts themselves, so. And, you know, I'm with you, David. I, I would love this for this to be Loki's final outcome. Mm. I think he's reached his place. He went through this arc. He developed his compassion. He's earned the right to be the king of stories. Uh, so maybe the other Loki variants can take up the other stories. Mm. You know. um, let this one remain. And, Jean, you've got to be a true multiverse master. Yeah. You can take all those endings and all mm-hmm. their variety. I just want one ending, you know, simplicity. (laughs) And I also loved your insight. Loki needed to find love and acceptance of himself before he can freely sacrifice that self for others. And I frankly thought that this Loki was more human than Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Mm, Even though they both do this kind of sacrifice. But, uh, you know, Tony Stark spent his whole time trying to achieve that. Um, The only exception, of course... Loki is a god, so he can continue on in sacrifice situations, which right. would kill humans. He's at length, And yeah. in effect, Loki has become his father, Odin, and his brother, Baldr the beautiful and the much loved. Which is really ironic because in the original stories, it was Loki who was responsible. Baldur, he didn't yeah. actually kill Baldr himself, but he was responsible for tricking one guard to do it and then refusing to mourn Baldr afterwards so that he'd be forced to stay in hell. So, Yggdrasil, the Norse legends. in many ways, it was vulnerable. <laughs> the what? Are it needed y- medi- <laughs> Yggdrasil. <laughs> Yggdrasil. I actually spelled it out I saw it. phonetically. So, you can practice it <laughs> if you need to in the future. So, it had to be attended to by others. It had to be watered from Mimir's means the wisdom. And it had to be healed when the four deer were nibbling off its leaves, not to mention the serpents that were gnawing at its roots. Right. But it does rep- represent sacrifice. Odin hung himself and sacrificed to himself, nine days on the tree, and then the twigs fell down and he had the runes, the magical system. Odin was much more of an ambiguous figure in the actual stories than he ever was in any of the MCU stuff, which is kind of interesting. Um, Yggdrasil connects all of existence together, which to my mind is kind of like the timelines. Mm-hmm. think about it it's a symbol of interconnectedness and a true king is connected to all peoples Yggdrasil is an ash tree and that's the same wood that Odin used to make his spear Yggdrasil literally means Odin's horse although horse can also be a synonym for gallows in this culture which is exactly how it functioned for Odin when he hung mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. on it hmm and of course, the Norns, who water it daily, are also the fates. They know the past, the present, and the future, which is rather like knowing all the timelines, I think. And some of the ancient skalds and saga writers claim that it was in Yggdrasil itself that a pair of humans sheltered from the chaos of Ragnarok to come forth once the Earth had renewed itself and start repopulating it. So there is that sense of ending and beginning and that cyclical nature. And for my part, I think that that Loki's face in the final season is compassion, which is mm, the same lesson yes. that Thor learned in his origin story film. You know, the, the caring for humans beyond themselves, and that being godlike involves more than just being powerful, particularly in the sense of power over. Um, and I'm going to transcribe those lines that you shared, and I haven't had mm-hmm. time to look at it you know, about the story in the king yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a lot in there. Uh, finally, on the theme of Loki being both daughter and son, let us not forget Loki was the mother of mm-hmm. Odin's eight-legged horse Schlepnir, But that's another story. <laughs> 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 so,
3: thanks, Marilyn, for that and for all all the insights. I I'm just left with at the end of this process when writers can write. We get this beautiful, deep richness to tell these stories. And I've been on the soapbox before and I'll continue to be on the soapbox that human writers need to be writing human stories. We can use large language models to aid the process or speed or shortcut some stuff. But this sort of deep mythology and connectivity and telling stories from different mythologies it is so uniquely and for me to know that uh, there were writers in a room you know grappling with this stuff and looking up in the encyclopedia and calling up their you know their their people research their librarians. research librarians and mm-hmm. saying, no, what's the deal with this? Like that to me makes a richness of uh, the tradition of storytelling. This is our modern tradition of storytelling is that they have writers' rooms and producers and grips and gaffers and all of this stuff. That it takes to to be there. So, I, and I love the fact that we get to to pull these kinds of insights, like you have from this uh, from this North mythology. So,
2: I am delighted to do it. And thank you. Glad that you enjoyed. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah thank you.
3: Yeah. All right. Next up is All Chalant All says, "Thanks for reading my emails from Loki. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciated you writing in, and we <laughs> uh, keep, we look forward to to hearing more from you." He continues, even my stupid, crazy old Loki theory, it was just something super crazy that came across my mind and I wanted to toss it out there. As an old Lost and Westworld fan, I can come up with some real bizarre theories, but Loki ended up being more of a character study than a mystery box. And this was much appreciated.
4: Hmm.
3: I think so. I, I think we were, we were, We talked about this at the end of Loki was that we were judging it slightly different. And yeah, we were, we were going, I was going, I don't know what other people were doing, but I was definitely going in with a a more mystery box mindset. Right. Uh, Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think as we saw, we, we did end up with a character story, which was nice. And I think that was refreshing, right?
4: Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, all shallon continues. I did go see the Marvels and I was pleasantly surprised. It was fun and silly and super cool to see some of the TV show characters finally on the big screen. Very cool to see a path forward for the X Men and the Young Avengers. Triple thumbs up emojis. So, yeah, we are, it's there, right? We're, we're seeing the mm-hmm. tracks laid. Yep, I like it quite a bit. It wasn't a masterpiece like the Winter Soldier, but it was very fun. I'm proud cat dad, so I thought the Flurkin sequence was very, very cool. <laughs> Jean, you're not part of the club. You need some no, Flurkins in your no, life, no no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, no, I'll, I'll be quiet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Brie Larson would appreciate your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's allergic to cats. <laughs>
3: Oh, continues. <clears throat> I like the lore tidbits we got about quantum bands and how they were used to create the jump points for space travel. Yeah, we didn't really talk that about really that, didn't cool. we? Mm-hmm, that, that the jump cool. points in the quantum bands are connected. So very important piece. The primary mechanic of swapping places when using their powers was also very cool. I've seen some people complain uh, that they didn't explain this swapping mech very well. And some people say that the swapping was used inconsistently, but I disagree. And I think the complainers weren't paying very close attention. Right, Alicia? (laughs) Yeah, well. 100%. Uh, It It. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> we don't need to belabor disingenuous right. arguments. Right. But Yeah. I think it's, it's right. It is. It was there. And if you, if you got it, you got it. They did make a point to say that the swapping happened when they used the powers. Okay. So continuing with this line of thought at the same time, and even had a montage of them showing practice learning how to do it on purpose by using the power right. at the same time. So, right. It's there. In regards to how the swapping initially started, seems like the quantum band being used while Monica and Carol were investigating the broken jump points that were created by the quantum bands was enough of an explanation to satisfy me. They did like a three-part split screen when this first happened, showing Kamala's band lit up while the other two were investigating the jump points. This was a good example of show, don't tell in storytelling that I appreciated.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
3: Very detailed Mm -hmm. watching. Very good. And spoiler alert, (laughs) lots of red siren Mm -hmm. flashing emojis here. Our first glimpse of the X-Men and the Young Avengers. Yay. It's about time. Multiple party emojis. Fun movie. Not great. Definitely not terrible. Kamala and Monica's acting performances were the highlight for me. 7.5 out of 10. Thanks again. Keep it up.
0: Cool. Thank you.
3: Thank you, O'Shalan. You. you guys have any thoughts or reactions to his, e- his email or?
0: He's yeah. a close watcher. <laughs> yeah. i give it an 8.5 personally.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a little low.
3: So. Hi. All right. Good. All right. Last email is from Ken, who is one of our Patreon supporters. Ken says, hello. This And this is just a, a fan thank you email from Ken. Hello. This is just a thank you email to all the contributors on the Lorehounds A fantastic listen always. And after a fantastic Friday with Loki, and then a very enjoyable The Marvels. Since I found your podcast and then falling in love with all your branched pods, (laughs) 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 I like it. The lore you go into is amazing and gives me whole new insights into my rewatching of everything. Personally, I don't get the negativity around Marvel. I was uh I always get something out of everything I watch from them. Just started reading Earthsea, looking forward to Beacon 23 when I figure <laughs> out how to watch it <laughs> or where to watch it more or like keep up the great work one and all Ken in Dublin, Ireland. Well, thank you, uh, Thank you, Ken. You, Ken. Thanks Ken. Uh, very nice. Good you, words.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh that's a good segue to uh wrapping up our pod today. Alicia beacon 23. How's it looking? Uh, I've watched the first episode. I haven't caught up to the second yet. What are your, do you have any thoughts? I mean, I
0: think, um, I think the first two episodes were like fun and surprisingly more grounded in the book than I maybe thought, but I'm definitely looking forward to the whole season. Really glad that there's a second one. Um, I, it would be neat if it was just like these two seasons were the complete story. Uh, and yeah, off to a good start. So episode one and two breakout a uh, breakdown in the feed and uh, in the book club, the book breakdown. And then we're going to be waiting and doing episodes three through five together okay. uh, after episode five comes out. And in the meantime, we're going to be doing our Dune novel breakdown in the Worship ah. Dust feed. Yeah.
3: And we got the news that Dune part two movie has been moved up right. to March. March. Yes.
0: March yeah. 1st. Yes. yes. Yeah. Up so from the 15th. Be, to so in the yes. new year after Beacon's done, we're going to be completing the Dune s- series leading up to that just in time, I think. Yes, Perfect.
3: And uh, when are you scheduled me for, I, I'm supposed to be on a Dune Yeah. Broadcast. So we're going to,
0: in, 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 uh, January. We'll talk exact dates, but then that's when we're going to do the Dune 1984 episode with the video games. Okay, cool.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm excited for all things Dune coming, so deepen my own knowledge. Uh, Otherwise, on in Lorehounds universe, uh, Steve and Anthony have finished up their remake season, so they do movies usually on Properly Howard And they had a series of movies that were all remakes. They finished that up. We are now, uh, every Friday, we have a whole separate feed out. And we're dropping season one Severance podcast. Steve and Anthony did a whole season on that. And then once we know when season two starts, hopefully it's going to be around January sometime, we're going to do full coverage of that week to week, episode by episode. It's going to be Steve... Anthony, John, and myself. So we're going to have a four-way uh, podcast on that. It's a whole separate feed. Make sure to subscribe to that. Get uh, get the, ep- the season one episode uh, podcast in now, and uh, there'll be a link in the show notes to, uh, to that, or just search Lorehounds Severance, and you should be able to find that. Otherwise, for Lorehounds, we just recorded a... Uh, holidays, the holiday special – well, okay, let me back up. The 1978 Star Wars holiday special <laughs> is <laughs> 45 years old this year. We didn't know that at the time. We thought, well, what are we going to do for the Star Wars Film Festival where we watch all of the Star Wars films in story order? And we said, well, let's do the holiday special. Well, let's get Steve and Anthony on in that because that you know it'll be fun mm-hmm. to, to joke around with them. Perfect. When did we record it? We recorded it on November 17th. On Life Day. (laughs) On
2: Life Day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The special actually aired 45 years ago. And it turns out there's a book and a documentary that are being released all about it. So we're going to release that podcast, I think, on the 5th of December, which is when the main documentary, that new documentary comes out. Otherwise, we just did a live watch of Solo. And so we'll have our podcast out about that. We have the third part of the third, fourth book of Earthsea, so Tehanu, chapters, what is it, 10 through 14, I
2: think? I think it's 11.
3: 11 through 14, right. And we're, we're going to record that in a couple of days from when we're recording this, so that'll be out before long. Alicia, I think you and I are going, we're going to talk about Napoleon, the new Napoleon Yeah. Film. Oh, okay. Uh, Jean, have you been watching Monarch Legacy of Monsters? I haven't
1: watched it yet. Okay. So I'll, I'll probably pick it up sometime this week.
3: All right. Well, holler at me if you want to maybe do a, a one shot on it or something like that. Okay. Cool. See. All right. Yeah. We've got we've got to talk about our Marvel schedule too because there's a whole bunch of stuff that <laughs> we've got. Spider Verse is yeah. out uh, on streaming, and we've got What If.
1: Is it streaming yet,
3: or is it still on video on demand?
0: It's on streaming now. It's on Netflix. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. I didn't Netflix know. is gobbling up a lot. Yeah. What yeah. do you got? And
0: and and Re- uh, Rebel Moon. Oh, yeah, right, come in. The moon. And when so, is Echo coming home?
3: January. January.
2: Which is, you know,
3: right
1: around over two months away. Yeah. Right around the corner.
3: <laughs> ah, this is an exciting. Right, I've time. got fire alarms going off. Oh, you upstairs, okay? So, I don't oh, know what okay. that's about. <laughs> uh, hopefully I can uh, edit that out. Otherwise, thank you all so very much. Elisa, thank you again for uh your excellent outlining work. Marilyn, what a pleasure. It was so great to Oh, uh, yes it was.
4: Yeah, oh, thank, thank you, you
3: so much.
2: Yeah, I, I, I want
3: to do this again. I want to sit down again. Yeah. I have to figure out how to get Half you back lead. somewhere. Definitely, definitely. On the
2: well, if you haven't read the Ursi stuff yet, you might consider it.
3: Well, yeah, well, because we've got the tales of the uh, what is it? The tales of uh, Earthsea. And tales
2: of Earthsea, and then um, the other wind.
3: The other wind isn't is it? The other wind that's the collection of short stories. No,
2: other way around. Other way around. Tales from Earthsea is right. Tales from Earthsea. Well, maybe right.
3: that's a it's a thought for how we divvy some of that up is to bring in some of the extended Lorehounds universe.
2: We will put a pin in it. All sure. right, mm-hmm. good. All right, Take everyone. Care. Thank you
3: all thank you guys. so very much. We'll see you the next time.
2: Enjoy your evenings.
0: Thanks so Take much, care. Higher, further, faster.
2: The Lorehounds Podcast is produced and published by The Lorehounds. You can send questions and feedback and voicemails at thelorehounds.com slash contact. Get
0: early and ad-free access to all Lorehounds Podcasts at patreon.com slash thelorehounds. Any opinions stated are ours personally and do not reflect the opinion of or belong to any employers or other entities.